Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to Pardon by America. With your host, David Thomas. Yeah, this has got model Dave semen in it. Every yeah. bottle has .3 ounces of semen from a stud male. I'm not an entirely huge fan of bananas. I more like banana latte taffies. Those are better. And Greg Williams. It's like put your dick over the urinal, shake it off, and then put it in your pants. All right, everybody. Welcome to another podcast. Chris, how you doing today, man? I'm good. I The last couple of days, I've had to get up really fucking early, but... Mm. Same here. I had to get up at 3.30 yesterday morning and 4.30 this morning. Mm, I got up at uh, 2.30 this morning. That sucks, and I man. have to get up at 3.30 tomorrow morning. Dude, why is it earlier and earlier with your I'm work schedule? Because I'm working 4 a.m. Why? Because we're shorthanded. Fucking, yeah, you, no. dude, you know how many hobos are outside looking for a job right now? Nobody. No one. Oh, come <laughs> on, dude. I, I'm serious. Two years we've had a oh. help one design. Oh so, my God. Uh, actually, wait, Chris. Wait, I am not you, working uh, tomorrow. What are you drinking there? I am drinking Portland Cider Company's Sorta Sweet. That's good stuff. It is very good. It's my favorite good. cider. Greg, how's it going, man? Pretty good. Uh, so we were talking about like bums wanting fucking jobs, mm. dude. This guy, like, we got a um, our work email. My work email sent out, uh, or my my work uh, security sent out an email. With this suspicious person. Earlier this morning, we had a suspicious person walk into our site, and uh, they were asking about employment opportunities. Look at this fucker, dude. Wait, is this a real picture? This is real pictures. Or these are real pictures, I should. Can you see, can you see what this looks like? No. <laughs> <laughs> he looks I'm describing, like... <clears throat> I'm describing a long-haired... Uh, overweight looks, looks like an axe murderer. I think he kind of looks like he was in a hairband from the 80s. Yeah, he has his <laughs> chin, didn't his, go right. His chin <laughs> is bigger he, than his forehead. Is the dude, and he is look, he looks like uh, it. He looks oh. like the clown, it if he had hair and was like in a trench coat. And oh, I didn't tell you, I actually, I finally watched that. It, yeah, I haven't seen it, I just watched it. Like a week ago. It's great. I thought it was really good. It's good. I liked it. Did you watch it, Greg? Uh, No, not yet. You should. It's good. It's yeah. very good. Yeah, it's really good. The only part... I won't... Never mind. I won't ruin it for you. Oh, my Wait, God. Is it, you're talking, is it like a detrimental piece that you're talking about here? Well, I was going to just mention a part that I didn't like. What part? Is it going to give anything away? Then if not, then uh, just go for it. There's just a, a part where he like comes out of the wall, the clown guy. Oh, yeah. And he's like super giant. Yeah. Like that was dumb to me. Oh, we're talking about like what stuck out as like a sore thumb. Yeah, well, so like you gotta understand just, though. I, I I know what you're talking about. Exactly. Like the rest of the movie was like really good, and that part seemed very gimmicky. Well, it's it plays on their fears. You know, the movies like he plays on their fears, kind of like uh, they on children's fears. Yeah, kids. Yeah, but it's kind of like uh, um, Friday the not Friday the Thirteenth. I'm sorry. What's that other one called? 
What? Freddy Krueger. Oh yeah. He plays with your nightmares and plays with your dreams. It's a similar thing. That's what it was. The you know he was enlarging. He's just it's a scare tactic. And it was kind of corny. That was the corniest part of the movie. Yeah, that's the only part of the movie I didn't like. But it was actually a pretty pretty well done movie. Dude, I was thinking about that the other day. Like, what great movies have little faux pas in there that you're just like, God damn, dude, why did you have to fucking add that? <laughs> yeah, yes, there's a few. So, like, the one that I was thinking about was uh, Batman Dark Knight. It was like fucking badass movie. I just remember like the build up was so big. Mm-hmm. I remember at the time, like I was in college, like working at Sears. And I would see like in the fucking the TV displays, all the TVs would have the Dark Knight trailer going. And I'd just be like, yes, I'm going to go fucking see that. <laughs> and we went and fucking saw it, dude. I remember yeah, like yeah. opening weekend. And it was a badass movie. But the one thing that I hated about that was Two-Face. Really? When he, when he burned his fucking face off and he turned to the side and he's in the hospital and his whole side of his head's like he's like, like CGI <laughs> skeleton. I'm like, really? That's right. fucking so corny. You had everything going until that. I didn't really hate it. It was stupid, dude. I, I think it might... I don't know. I can kind of agree. They kind of went extreme with it. Well, and his character went nowhere. Like, yeah, what? He, was, you just, he was kind of a pointless you, character. You develop his character at the end of the fucking movie, and then you don't bring him back for the third one? Well, I don't he, know. He died. No, he didn't. He didn't die. He like flipped a coin off the edge at the end of the movie, and he did something. I don't know. Oh, I thought he fell off the building. I'm yeah, I thought sure. he'd like, yeah, he plumbed it to his he death. Fell and then Two-Face bat- doesn't die. <laughs> Jesus, I, I don't I'm really remember. Sure he, I'm pretty sure he died. I remember him laying on the ground. Yes, I'm pretty sure he died. But as far as uh, his face, I think it would have been more convincing if it was just like massive scarring and well, wasn't see, it like wasn't, it wasn't realistic. Yeah, all. it was. Yeah, see, that's what I'm thinking. Like, just to have it like a massive third degree burn, and it's just like yeah. nasty milk. Don't have skin. Like, don't, <laughs> don't have an eyeball and like a cheekbone. And exactly. Remember that, remember that movie Mask with a kid who had like the deformed face. No, no, mm-hmm. had share share in it, and he had like the weird. Like, no, yeah, I don't remember. It was like the Elephant Man kind of. Yeah, 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 they should have oh. done some like weird bloated, like bubbly looking. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, they should have done something like that, like cadaver skin. They just went. I feel like they went too far. They did same. Uh, I but agree. actually, I agree you know what's funny is you can look that up. I actually looked it up not not that long ago, but uh, you can look it up and look at the worst scenes from good movies, and like where they screwed up, and like one of them was like the Scorpion King. Oh, that's a good movie? And like, well, a- no, they were saying like, <laughs> yeah, no, I get what you're saying. But they were saying like, not necessarily good movies, but like popular or blockbuster movies. Oh, and it was like okay. the second Mummy King or, but it was where the the rock was come out and he was like a scorpion. And he had the rock. Oh, yeah. Where he, he was rock, like the was half all, horse hat. But it's all CGI and he looks so bad. Yeah. It looks so freaking bad. He dude. did. He didn't. Yeah, that looked really bad. Yeah, I remember it that. Bad. It was real bad. The other thing I can't stand is rape scenes in movies. I don't know. Why do you have to have that? I don't mind that. <laughs> Depends on who's it, getting I mean, raped. <laughs> oh my god, dude, this looks so fucking stupid. We're looking at the Rock Scorpion King. Right? right? Look That's at that. It looks like a worst. video fucking. Like, That's what they yeah, said. That looks really exactly what they said. They're like, is this a fucking video game? That like looks really dumb. Video god game? of War. Oh, oh my god, dude! It's literally yes. so bad. Well, you should actually watch uh. the clip. Don't do it now, but just watch it later. No. Um, <laughs> when was that movie made? I don't know. Two thousand four or five. Thousand. I'm guessing four or five. I don't know. But there's um, two thousand two, dude. Well, that was fucking close enough. That was back when CGI was still exactly. That's yeah. like Spawn when Spawn came out. <gasps> they need to redo that. So they bad. do. They really Spawn. do. That was such a badass. Like that. He's a badass character. 
But that movie fucking sucked, dude. Yeah, it was. It was po- poorly done. Yeah, because Spawn is, is really like the dark. What Knight. was the guy in that movie? In Spawn, oh, I can't remember his name. He's a black dude. Uh, well, is he the one that fucking? I feel we, like he like just fell off the face of the earth for a while. I don't even know who he is. Honestly, I couldn't tell. I couldn't even tell you. He's. I think he's in. It's um, the same guy's Blade, right? No. No, he. I Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes. Oh, I thought. I or know. no, it's. I know it's what it is. Michael J. White. I, oh, I can picture his face. Oh, you looked it up? I was going to say, there's yeah. no way you fucking knew Dude, that. he's uh, this guy, Michael J. White. He's in... Um, yeah, he... Uh, what's the... Empire? He in, Empire? He's in like a TV show. He's oh, just, he was just he's in, in some fucking recent movies. Just... Well, I can't remember. If, well, they need let, to redo me, it. They need to put money into it. Name, and we'll and they need to do it in a Deadpool style, like, dark, yeah, bloody, gory... But not not comedic. It's not comedic, but I mean, I'm saying that more like... I feel like that's what Venom's going to be like, though, right? Dude, Venom looks so stupid. I just watched this second <sighs> trailer it? for it, and I was like, God. He has a, He actually has a part in the second trailer. The first one, it just kind of gives a quick glimpse of what Venom looks like. But the second one, he actually speaks. And, oh, yeah. and it's not good. And, and what he says in the one line is... I can't even do his voice. I'm like, he's like, it's a weird voice. He's like, I'm going to rip your arms off. I'm going to rip your legs off. And then I'm going to throw you down the hill like a rolling turd. That's what he <laughs> said. <I'm> like, <laughs> wow. It's, dude, that I, I, sounds fucking epic, dude. No, I actually, <laughs> I got to be real. That I'm pretty disappointed in that because I thought mm. Venom could have been rad. But did you watch any of the trailers, Greg, that I sent you? No, I did not. Jesus Christ. There's some good ones, dude. <laughs> For what, new uh, movies coming out? Yeah, so there's um, DC's coming out with Aquaman, which I thought looked really good. For DC, looked really cool. Mm. I think it's going to be rad in a uh, Cinetopia vibe because there's a lot of like CGI. Oh, I love going And that it. guy is really cool, man. I think Is Aquaman cool. with the guy with the fucking yeah. weird eyebrows and he used to be in Game of Thrones? Yeah, he's a... Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but it just looks good. It looks really good. And I'm not a DC fan. I'm not even a Marvel fan, but d- this one looks good. And then DC's also coming out with the Shazam which is probably not a super well-known character, but it looks more comedy than it does. Dude, Shazam when you, when you said with Sha- Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> that's, that's what I said the first time I saw it. My friend at work that's told me. That's what I was thinking. He's like, you see the Shazam? I'm like, Shaq's in another movie? He's like, no, Shazam. The fuck. You would know. Here's the thing. The, is you would actually know the cartoon character when you see him because I did not know what he was talking about. And then I saw him and I was like, ah, oh, yeah. Well, He's wearing, he wears a red suit. And he has a bright yellow fucking lightning bolt on his stomach and a white cape. I have no idea what you're He's talking about. He's just this like buff guy. <clears throat> but what it, the whole premise of that, I'm not, I don't want to get into it. It's a kid. Like that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's a kid. And then he Looking gets this picture. power where he like huh. can say Shazam. <laughs> so the Shaq movie was Kazam. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Damn, <laughs> That's what it was. 1996, bro. How bad was that? Come on. No, uh, yeah, it... This um, looks weird. Oh, dude. Shazam. Oh, my gosh. Alita. The, oh, what? Alkita? No, it's called Alita. The mm. battle, battle Angel. Or, or You look it up real quick. Yeah, I can. Dude, it's a fucking good. Dude, it has a guy from uh, Inglorious Bastards, the German guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. It's a, it's a, she's a robot. And, like, she's a lass of her kind. This is way in the future. And she was, like, a fighting robot. And she has, like, big eyes, like, Asian anime. Mm-hmm. And uh, dude, it looks so fucking good, and the fact that that guy's in it is already a winner for me. Uh, 
Gestoff Waltz or Christoph Christoph Waltz. Yes. That was Gestoff. Gustav. Dude, I don't know how to spell it. So Alita. A L I T A. It's called Alita something. I'm just going to put Alita movie. Yeah. It's called Alita the War. Battle Angel. Battle Angel. Yeah. That's it. Well, the trailer. And uh, it's done by. um, Which looks really charted. No, no, no. It's done by uh, Christopher. It's not Christopher Nolan. No. No. Look who, see, look who is producing or directing it. Uh, Robert Rodriguez. And no, that's not the only one. James Cameron. James Cameron. And he, also he the other one that I was. Ass. This is the last one. But the other one I sent you was called Overlord, which is done by J.J. Abrams. <clears throat> and uh, when you first watch this, like a war scene and it looks epic. I was like, yeah, fucking war movie. Fuck yes. They like they like crashed their plane in fucking France. During, yeah. during the Nazi takeover. And they like, there's like four of them. Oh. There's four of them. And they find out that it's a Nazi. They're producing the thousand year army, which is like basically zombies. Uh-oh. So it's a fucking Nazi zombie film, like wow. a B movie that they put a shit ton of fucking money into it. And it looks sick, dude. Mm. I don't think it's going to be I've scary. i heard of it. It just came out. It looks pretty cool, dude. It like, looks I, really fucking good, dude. In fact, God, we, if you got a minute, you should just play that, that trailer, dude. And fucking here's a fucking uh, picture from it. We're looking at a was it the guy, guy smiling, smiling yeah. with a humongous yeah. bullet hole in his face, and he's just like, mm. yeah, all teeth. It looks like the Joker. Looks like Two Face on acid. A, a mix between Two Face and Joker, dude. Yeah. Seriously, you should, you should, Greg. If yeah, anything, see, why, why couldn't Two Face look like that? If you <laughs> watch the first twenty seconds of it, just to see the graphics. Did I already know um, this guy, uh, one of the movies or one of the guys who's um, the stars, I can't say his name, P- Pilo, oh, Pilu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. he's in Game of Thrones and he's badass in that, mm-hmm. so I can only imagine. Well, it's just cool because um, the whole like, you know, with like Call of Duty, but the whole Nazi <clears throat> zombie thing is, seems like it could be kind of stupid, but it's always done corny. And I'm not a fan of J.J. Abrams and the big scheme of thing. I think he overdoes things. But it's cool that they're going to dump a shit ton of money into this war Nazi kind of zombie thing. But it's not really zombies. They're just, they're making this like zombie army. It's like a thriller movie more than uh, Man, It's like not a, a thriller. It's kind of a, I don't know, it could be sci-fi, sci-fi thriller or. action. But like Hitler, if I'm not mistaken, he was talking about making like a thousand year army. Like he wanted to make like these alternative humans well yeah he was he was doing a lot of bio yeah trying to stuff with with, yeah and just trying to create the ultimate soldier yeah it's well yeah weren't weren't a lot of the soldiers on steroids like d-ball like that was a Uh, i don't know if they were on steroids or speed i think they were dude no it was like uh i know americans were on speed like they were giving that stuff out like candy i heard um d-ball is like a easy cheap fucking steroid uh, maybe that is like pill form. Only. Sure, it fucking didn't work for him. You see, uh, <laughs> they redid they redid Top Gun. Oh God, I don't. Even it's know. coming out next yeah, year. I saw that, dude. I don't know with uh, Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. Oh damn, dude! I bet it's gonna be badass just because Tom Cruise is in it. <laughs> he, his Wait, movies. I can't fucking stand. Is Tom he gonna Cruise? come back? And I can't do... either. But his movies are good, dude. Is he gonna come back and do Days of Lightning? Days of movie. Thunder. It's Days of Lightning, the new one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was thunder. Now there's lightning. <laughs> That's dumb. Days of Overcast. I like, just watched that the other day. It's <laughs> actually a really good movie. Days of I actually sunny. really like that movie. Yeah. 
what was his name in that movie? Dick Trickle? Or no, that's a real driver. That's Dick a real driver. I don't remember what his name is. God, the names of all of them were so bad. <laughs> Wiley Spanks? No, he, did, he just had such a NASCAR stupid name. I don't know. It's pretty funny, though, because do you know that um, John C. Riley's in that? <laughs> in Days of Thunder? Yes, he's the pit crew guy that is like his friend. <laughs> no, I didn't know that. No, dude, I didn't until I watched it. I was like, what the fuck? Tom Cruise uh, it got 38% on Rotten Tomatoes, so not horrible. No, I'm just kidding. That's pretty bad. Uh, Cole, Tom Cruise did in general. Cole Trickle. Cole Trickle. That's what it was. Dude, I don't, and, I don't and care Ra- about that. Rowdy Burns. Was Rowdy Burns. <laughs> veteran <laughs> racer. What was the, the the other guy? There's the new guy that came in and started kicking ass, and he beat him at the end. Uh, Dr. Claire nope. Lewicki? No. Nope. Oh. That's his girlfriend. The girl. Russ Wheeler? Russ Wheeler's it's his says, first competitor. Uh, yeah, newcomer, Russ Wheeler. Wow. That was it. Robert Duvall is Harry Hogg. <laughs> Harry Hogg. John C. Riley played Buck Brotherton. <laughs> Russ Wheeler. Yes. Buck Dude, Brotherton. <laughs> you know what's funny though is John C. Riley was actually in a lot of movies. Because he was yeah. do you remember he was. he was in um God, he was in Gangs in New, New York. York yeah. Dude. Yeah, he was with he the was like Chubby and he was like the cop. He was with the dead rabbits or something. Well he was, and then he turned he was with the butcher after. Yeah. He played right. a lot of small parts in very movies. small. But like, what's funny is you watch back and you're like, Oh my god, it's John Like, Cerelli. have you seen uh Guardians of the Galaxy? Yep. He's, he's in he's that a, movie. Yep. He's the like police yep. guy, very short part. <laughs> Weird. Yep. And he's he's in the new King Kong movie too. Where mm-hmm. he he's like Mm. Doesn't play a huge part in it. Yeah. He's like the guy that they find yeah. that has been living on the island forever. Yeah, I watched that. The uh, Skull Island. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, the. Did you watch the, the Godzilla trailer? That's the other one that came out. No. They were saying that uh, based off the trailer alone, that this should win multiple Oscars. Dude, really? how many Godzilla like this renditions? One, I know it's crap. <clears throat> and and you know, I don't know. Here's the truth. About as many as Spider Man. Here's the truth: is the yeah, old, the old <laughs> one. or Batman? Like, how yeah. many different Batmans do we fucking need? Well, dude, life? if you watch the old Godzillas, what Japan was doing with them, they were pretty cool for the time. I mean, it was cool for that pair. But America has not made a good Godzilla. This one looks, dude. It looks ungodly good, dude. Mm. It's big and like you have all the monsters. It's a cool. They they did an actual plot to the movie, and it makes it work instead of just this thing kind of comes out of nowhere. And it's yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty cool, man. People are raving okay. about it. Well, we'll have we'll to see. We'll have to yeah, see. So, uh, I didn't ask what you were drinking, Greg. Well, my fucking normal. Crack, I got cracking. I got my Canadian club, <laughs> busting up. <laughs> Up in the club, Canadian club. So I'm gonna be doing my ride Stop. along here in like two, two or three weeks, man. Your what? My ride along, like two or three weeks. Oh, are you? You scheduled it? Yeah, got a call today. Well, I called him back. He hasn't called me back yet. But Who's your officer? Uh, I don't know. I picked. Uh, I know a kid who's in it. That I was telling you about, and I yeah. put his name down. I don't know if I'll get him or not, but I don't really care. So you know uh, what's funny about that is I ran into my neighbor, who's one of the sheriffs in town, mm-hmm. at Winco. This was probably two years ago, maybe going on two years. Yeah. And I just like was talking to him about random stuff. And, you know, I was like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, dude, do you guys do ride alongs? And he's like, yeah, you know, you want to do one? I was like, yeah, I'd fucking love to do it. Yeah. He's like, okay, well, yeah, I'll have, uh, you know, my wife hand you or she'll get you an application, you know, just sign a little. Yeah, you got to fill out those three or four pages. And uh, yeah, you can just go anytime, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay. 
It gets real though. That, never, la- that never last heard. page, man. Dude, just get on. Oh, go. is it like a waiver? Yeah, in it's case like, of in case life-ending injuries or yeah, something, dude. I'm, are I'm, they? Do they get? In, are they going to give you like a uh, life vest or like a, no, not a life so. vest? They just said. To, they just said to dress bulletproof um, in casual um, business casual. Be prepared to run around, but look nice. Yeah, you want to look nice and be able to talk to the public. That's what they said. Mm. And um, but you all, you also want to be able to like run and yeah. do like a shoulder roll or you know maybe you like, i should go get like one of those jump a, over a, a bush slide. super tight like <laughs> jump over a bush or something. get one of those water wicking tight <laughs> shirts They're like tucked into cargo <laughs> pants brown oh uh, yeah i'm actually a doing mine armor. on a sunday they get they ask you to give three dates that you're able to do it and i can't do it this weekend because i'm working an extra day on monday so i was just put the following three sundays and i'm doing like a 10 a, 10 p.m to 2 a.m shift Ooh. Oh, so you get to choose the yeah, shift. I didn't, I didn't want to. Yeah, well, there's two. You can do a five to nine p.m. Ten, yeah, five p.m. Okay. to nine p.m. or a ten to two. It's four hours. So you get to do it. Hmm. And I was like, well, fuck, I don't want to do it in the daytime because it's just in case we want to do something. And then I'm also up late anyways. And I kind of, I think it'll be cool because you'll see some shit. I think the 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 stuff you want to see is past midnight. Oh, too. So might yeah. pull over some guys from the bars. It would have been cool to do on a Saturday, yeah. uh, like bars and stuff. But then you're just dealing with DUIs and shit. I want to, I want to, I want to get that Sunday after the weekend. The wife's pissed off. The husband beats her around a little bit, <laughs> and then I show up and I'm like, "Hey, Bill, don't hit your wife." <laughs> hey, Bill. Or you get those losers that have like Mondays off. No, I mean <laughs> <laughs> they're like out of the bar and they're just oh, like, "Fuck you." I have Mondays off, man. I'm kidding. <laughs> so I'm looking at you. I know. Fuck. I, it's gonna be fun. I think I'm. I'm looking forward to it. No, that'll be cool. Yeah, I think it's it's gonna be fun. That's cool, dude. Um, let me know how it goes because I'm interested too. I just want to yeah, go I, for like uh, overall knowledge. I, I want to do this one time to see if I really want to pursue. Because I I'm either gonna go and I'm gonna be like, dude, this sucks. Like this is lame. Or well, like you're, you're going to be completely gonna stoked s- about it. Four hours, you're not going to be able no, to tell a know, whole job by four for, hours. No, wait, what's like you're riding around, you're watching him. What I want to see is like in four hours, which is half a shift or a little less, whatever. I want to see like, what is the day? Like, what are you doing? Are you just spending all your time typing shit up? Or are you actually driving around? Are you actually stopping people? Are you actually talking to people? Well, what's this guy? So what's the officer's shift that he's working? I have like, no idea. Like what time? Because isn't it like 12-hour shifts? No. Don't they work 7 no, the to 7, Longview, 6 6? The Longview one said that they were hiring for 8 to 10-hour shifts. Or that the standard shift in Longview is 8 to 10 hours. But obviously there's probably 12-hour shifts. and Depending on what's going on. Yeah. I don't, you know. Yeah. But they said the standard. Now, a lot, a lot of shifts like in Portland are 12-hour shifts. They work like 3 on three off or whatever. Yeah. Something yep. weird. Just like how we do it. kind of. It's like 3 yeah. on, 4 off. Four on, three off. Yeah, it's a weird, which would be cool too. So either way, I don't really care. Well, and it depends on what kind of nature your business is, because if you have certain like, if you work for, let's say like a manufacturer, Mm -hmm. anything past 10 hours in the state of Oregon is automatic overtime. And also anything over 40 hours a week is automatic overtime. So if you're working four twelves, that's 48 hours. So you get an automatic eight hours. Of overtime say every week. Anything past ten hours is automatic overtime. Yep, if it's oh. a manufacturer's job. Oh, in Oregon. Oh, in Oregon, yeah. and you cannot work over thirteen hours straight in Oregon yeah. in a manufacturing job. You have to give them. I think 
Isn't it? You have to have eight hours between shifts too. It's only per yes. it's per day though, so it it's it's there. I don't know about the eight hour. Uh, in I'm between. pretty sure it's eight hours between shifts. Like you can't get you can't make a person stay or schedule them, and then bring them back in before an eight hour from the time they clock off. You might be right. Done. Yeah, can't, it has to be more than eight hours. That way you can at least get a majority of your rest in. That's why I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure. But either way, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's just another fucking rule. Yeah. I don't like that though. It's like, well, let the person work. I know it's like designed to protect the well, person. That's, from the, that's the union way right there. Oh. It's got its perks and it's got its negatives. I'm a union guy and I don't agree with everything. I think you should be able to yeah, work not as much have as mandatory. Well. Yeah. I mean, if I want to say like, hey, dude, I'm willing to do a double shift. I'm willing to work 16 hours right now and then get an extra day off later or something. Like, yeah. You should yeah. be able to and you can't, but mm. you got to protect those rats. Good Protect rights. those rats. Yeah, I, you know, that's a whole nother topic. Unions. <sighs> so let's talk yeah. about some uh, weekly news. Let's do a little, um, I don't know, what, 20-minute segment maybe of some weekly news. We don't want to talk about politics all day today. I think no. we want to try something yeah. different. So. Yeah. But let's get it in because we know we're going to talk a little bit about it. <laughs> let's so, get it Greg, in. you said and that you had yeah. some stuff that you wanted to talk about. One little quick thing you said. One little quick thing. There it was. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't I funny? Uh, yeah, so I was listening to a guy today. Um, he was talking about how uh, a couple nights ago, maybe it was last night, or I don't honestly know, I got rid of cable. I just have internet now. Oh. Saving me 100 bucks a month, so cool. hallelujah. Yeah, buddy. Um, he was talking about how Tucker Carlson got like a text on air and like was reading it out loud, or he was like talking about like, oh, like this, this is a good point, blah, blah, blah. And... Um, so he's talking about the FISA and the FISA warrant, as you all know, we talked about it fucking half yeah. an hour last week, but um, how a majority of it is redacted. It's all blacked out, mm-hmm. but the president has mm-hmm. the choice to um, unredact it or release the whole thing and yeah. like make yeah, it unconfidential. And so um, he was talking about... Um, the speech and debate clause that Congress has. So um, I guess it allows, it gives them or uh, any Congress member immunity Mm -hmm. from any repercussions to pretty much like talk about anything that they want. So like, for example, they can even like lie. For example, uh, when Mitt Romney was running against Obama, yeah, someone came out and said um, it was like the, Senate majority leader said like Mitt Romney uh, never paid taxes or something and blah, blah, blah. Like he basically started a big rumor about Mitt Romney and it, after the fact, it, when it came out and they were like, well, you were just spreading rumors. Like that wasn't even true. It was, it was verified. It wasn't even true. He's like, yeah, but it worked, didn't it? <laughs> and so it's like, you can, you can basically say whatever the fuck you want at on the floor in Congress because you have this speech and debate clause in the Constitution that it gives you like freedom to say whatever. So, yeah, that's rough. I don't like that. Well, so what they were talking about is um, back in uh, 2009 or so, remember when uh, Obama or the CIA had this the torture memo 
where I remember something about that where they were like they were explaining that's when like waterboarding was like a oh, big fucking yeah. deal yeah, 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 yeah. and it was like talking about interrogation tactics like, I'd still waterboard <laughs> <laughs> he's like I have a waterboard set up in my bedroom just in case the bitch gets a little dirty <laughs> I say you know what hop aboard <laughs> I'll grab her by the pussy and waterboard. <laughs> I say, it's time to flush that dirty mouth at you, cunt. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> you cunt. No, I said you blunt hops. Hey, Melania, <laughs> you cunt. Well, yeah. someone called her a feckless I'm gonna cunt. I'm going to waterboard you with my semen. Ugh. Yeah, I can. I, we can edit that out if that's a little too rough. Cunt? It's yeah. okay. I think we're okay. Um, so basically, uh, what's her name? Feinstein. Something Feinstein, Einstein, Feinstein, whatever. Um, she was the intelligence speaker or part of the, the intelligence program in the Senate. Um, Diane Feinstein. Diane Feinstein. So this memo was confidential. No one had like had access to it. Congress had access to it. She read the whole thing because she had access to it. She went down on the floor and started reading it in front of C-SPAN live television mm. everyone was like what the hell she's reading this confidential document she didn't get in trouble because of this free speech and debate clause huh. that sounds ridiculous it I'm sounds, sorry it sounds like that's a felony to me so I don't you're know. telling yeah. me they can say top secret shit I don't buy that I don't buy it either and but it happened you buy that I'm no that seems it, it, it happened that seems so I don't I don't know what what where you draw the line yeah you'd have to look into that more and i don't know how much of that she read i just feel like when you got like confidential shit redacted shit or national security stuff like there's yeah. no fucking way that you're no. walking out there and just saying that yeah no how way. do you how do you read something like that and not have somebody tackle you to the floor yeah, i don't know dude i'm not i don't, I don't know if there's got to be read it verbatim <clears throat> or if she like basically had a like a consolidated paragraph or like yeah, a, a, you maybe. know like a paraphrase you, we, you should look it. into that more, though. Like, keep going. No, I, I definitely like, did. I, okay. I, I definitely want to, but this is what he was talking about. Like this one You're talking about podcast. Tucker Carlson? Uh, yeah, so I'm I'm referring to the Daily Daily Caller podcast with Derek Hunter. Oh, so he was discussing Tucker Carlson. Yeah, exactly. Tucker Carlson. He was discussing Cole Trickle. He was on his 47th lap around and then... took my job. And then Buck Buck Burgundy. You forget your medication. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Harry, you forget your medication. And you sitting there with that smug look on your face. I just want to say, uh, yeah. what is your wife with doing? Your you look at her brain. like that. <laughs> anyway. I just want to know if you <laughs> lie to your wife in your face. <laughs> Do you kiss your mother? No, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't want to. So I'm, I want to go back on this just a little bit because I'm 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 losing a little bit here. So Tuckle, Jesus, <laughs> Tuckle, what is good? You got me thinking. Of Tuckle McFinley, dude. Dick Trickle, um, Tucker Carlson, yes. was on air and he had his phone. He read a message that he received. Right? Is this what you're saying? Yeah. And did he say who the message was from? No, but but he, he read the message. He basically was saying that um, Devin Nunes can mm-hmm. go down on the floor of Congress right now. Because Devin Nunes has read the whole thing. Okay, so somebody messaged him and said, hey, this is something that he could do. Yeah, speech and debate clause. Probably that's all pretty... Okay. He's like, oh, that's right. That's okay. this free speech and debate clause. So he was saying Nunes can go do Devin what? Devin Nunes could go down 
on, on the open floor and start reading this Redacted FISA info. warrant, just like Diane Feinstein was reading the CIA torture memo. Um, it's a fully confidential document. Mm. They can do it. And the reason I guess uh, Diane Feinstein did it was, or it's not like verified that that's, this is the reason why she did it, but it was close to a um, voting season campaign. Uh, yeah, 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 I get you. And so they wanted to say, well, look at these Republicans. Like the C- they support CIA and they support torture, blah, blah, blah. And so it would give yeah. them kind of a talking motive. I think hmm. Trump is waiting to reveal it. Until right 2020. Before. You think 2020? Or do you think he's going to reveal it in the next couple of weeks? Oh, sorry, dude. Because uh, they have midterms coming up. He might. Or some of it. Yeah, yeah. Some of it. He might, dude. Yeah, because that this midterm for him is important because if the Democrats get majority, he's going to get impeached. <laughs> like he'll get, that's the first thing that they're going to, they're going to motion to get him impeached. I don't think he'll get impeached. He's not going to get impeached. I don't think he will. I, I think I, he definitely can. I wouldn't surprise me if they try. Oh, they're going to try, but, but are they I don't asking think, I don't for like will. a war? Because <laughs> that's what they're going to get. Dude, they've already got one. <clears throat> no, I'm saying it's going to, dude, I'm sorry, man, but there's, listen. If I, he I gets get impeached, the, just gonna in, be some angry people. Yeah, there's going to be like, you think the protests are bad now? Well, I don't know because no one's really protesting like for Trump right I now. I know, but the people that are protesting are going to go nuts because we win. Oh. We win. Fuck everything up. Dude, all they're going to, yeah, they're going to have a, just like they have a Me Too parade. Just a like, celebration walk and they're going to exactly. destroy everything. Yep. They're going to like have a big vat of sheep's blood and be like, this is the Donald's blood. We're going to spread it in the streets and I'm going to shit on it. Look, <laughs> they're going to have floats like, with guillotines and build a big hole. Oh, they're going to like pour pig blood, pig blood on, um, Donald Trump's wreck star <laughs> in Hollywood. Someone's going to shit on it. Dude. I want to see what that star looks like right now. I wonder like how much poop and just like <sighs> shit and blood and, 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 Piss and God, who, who the fuck knows? My Use condoms. Wrong. I just found this whole like tr- all um, of Trump's wrongs. Dude, that's <laughs> what I can't wait. I can't wait for him and dude, side he, by side next to his opponent and just being like looking over, and be like, "Where did you hear that?" Wrong. Dude, wrong. the best part is when he like is stand there, like he's looking up. He, Wrong. I love when he says when he doesn't say Wrong. anything and he like something catches his attention. He looks over and raises his eyebrows. <laughs> I know. Dude, I just think his if you thought mouth, it's like, <laughs> if you thought the 2016 <laughs> okay. elections were entertaining, I this is going to even be bigger. Dude, yes, he's getting so much better at it. It's yeah, he, know, so he knows what he's doing now. Awesome. Well, he knows what he's doing, and not only that, but he actually won previously. So they're not going to take him as lightly. I think they took him lightly, at least in the beginning part. Yeah, they're going to be trying everything they can on this one, and he's going to have to—he's going to have to come out like a Jedi dude and just start fucking wrong. I kind of hope. You know what? Wrong, wrong, wrong. Dude, they should, we should make a fucking lightsaber. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Yes, that's good. Yes, dude. That's good. Yeah. How do we do that? That would be funny. Wrong, remember they did that wrong, with with the Owens wrong, guy, where wrong. he's like, "Did you see that? Where he's he? Uh, what's that movie with?" What's that guy? God dang what? it. Owens. No, um, what's the dude that was in the Matrix? I can't think of his name right now. Oh, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. So, the, you know that movie he was just in? What's that one where there's two of them now? 
is really badass. Oh, oh sure. Yeah. Um, uh, fucking damn. It's his name. It's just a name. Yeah. What is it? Okay, so anyways. Bent Carter. No. What yeah. It? What was that called? Because it was actually really good. It was really good. Uh, Wick? John yes. Wick. Yes. John Wick. Yes, yes, yes. There it is. Okay, so check this out real quick. I, I'm not going to make this real long, but they did this with, the reason I was thinking of it, they did it with, um, is that his name? Owen Wilson? Oh, with yeah. Where he, goes, nose? where he goes, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so they did his gunshots wow. with this wow. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, we got to get fucking, Wow. Dude, YouTube and their... I don't think we're even supposed to advertise for YouTube. Wow. 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 Showing this badass shooting a gun. Wow. 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 Listen, I think we need to do that. I think we can actually get a lot of views. Oh god! Um, just wrong. like, get, like wrong. young, young uh, Luke Skywalker we, battling. We can kind of make fun of the liberal tape because wrong. there's actually T-shirts with wrong. with um, Donald Trump in the fucking. Oh my, oh my god! Darth Vader. We need like to he's get the dark side. We need to get a soundboard where we can. <sighs> we got the keyboard. Man. Yeah, that that'd thing be up. hilarious. Wrong. 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 <laughs> yeah. Don't forget. Well, it's it's permanent now, but we are going to do that. I'm going to figure out how to. Wrong. Speaking of which, getting stuff, we redesigned our. Whole studio. So yes, we did. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sitting here in a fancy freaking leather chair with wheels. Vintage. Well, fancy. Oh my god. I don't know if I'd say fancy. Uh, Ratty. Yes, (laughs) it's very red. It's very guy. It's very and dude, bro. We like got on a table and and built a table, and it's just coming along. And it looks like is this an octagon? Is that what this? Yeah. Dude, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but this this freaking microphone pad that's covering the head of my microphone smells like gasoline. Or there's gasoline on something. And no, I'm just like probably that. I got another one over here if you want to. Is it, what, did you like? No. Change your your. Gas? Nobody has it. in like, is this a tube? <laughs> is that like I've a, never used it though. Oh, maybe, I don't know. I'll get you a different. It one. is a Dewalt bag. But I, yeah, I'm just like smelling gas. I'm like, I keep mm. my mics in a Dewalt bag. Oh, that one. How manly one. is that? So let's talk about the studio. That so for no, so, like nobody. Hold on, time out. No, it's fine. You just do your it's, thing. It's gonna, it's gonna sound. Do your weird. thing, Greg. Oh, it's unsheathed. Hello, am I? Uh, am I as? Uh, no, you're good. Does that one smell better? You're good. Yeah, this one actually smells. <laughs> oh my god! It's like the commercial where they smell like the freaking soap. And like. Oh, this is great. And they're like, well, let's go meet her. And it's like that oh, cheap Jesus ass Christ. fucking Walmart shit. Whatever. <laughs> like even noir. Mm. No, no, I don't even know what it's called. The suave. Suave. <laughs> or it's like herbal herbal essence. So nobody actually Try saw body wash. what our studio looked like. And what we were doing no. is we were basically sitting at a L-shaped computer desk. It was and bad. And Chris had a nightstand. That I yeah, and it was just wires everywhere. It was it was gross. It worked. It was gross. The, the baby bassinet. So now we clear the room out. We actually it's actually a pretty good sized room once you clear everything out. Yeah, it is. And then we got this cool octagon table. We built a box in the center for our boom stands to sit up higher. I think it looks good. We got a table that kind of touches and matches up. So we got like a whole workstation. We can actually have guests in here now, mm-hmm. basically. Oh, Ooh. speaking <laughs> of guests, we got a spider guest. <laughs> a chew. 
Oh, it could, well, so my daughter's got this new thing now where she poops in her pants. Yeah, that's a new thing? Well, she's <laughs> always pooped. But now she, like, wants to put her hand in her pants. Oh, no. And I was eating the other day. Oh. And she's like, she said, she's like, I, I pooped, pooped. You know, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'll finish my we should tell everybody your your daughter is thirty seven. She's going on uh, steep. <laughs> yeah, 40. she's she has Alzheimer's. She's a slow learner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's gonna be two. So <laughs> it's a little off, but um. So she, so I heard her say she pooped. So I was like, well, I'm gonna finish my food and then I'm gonna I'll change your diapers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then I then her hand comes up and she's like, I could see her like Ugh, playing with it like, and her. And like, I'm like looking at her like like. Twinging her like twi- well, twiddling did. with her <laughs> so let me, poop in her fingers. Yeah, I really don't want to get into details, but it wasn't chunky. Yeah, I think you know when you, like, you, you, <laughs> you got that butt crack smell in your hands, and you're like, oh yeah. Oh, I yeah. think that's what she had. Like going she on. touched it and was like, there was what really the fuck? not like a lot of poop on there, but she has poop. Like she actually has grabbed some poop. We found we what? found uh, three turd balls on her art desk <laughs> in <laughs> the pencil holder. I was like, what is, <laughs> dude, she ripped her diaper off and threw it against the wall, like her shit diaper, yeah, right? That, yeah, that would really frustrate She went me. full chimpanzee like, on you. Dave thought a fucking avalanche was happening. It was just yeah. your daughter's full diaper hitting well, the wall. Ro, Ro, <laughs> came over, Ro came down and told me that um, there was poop upstairs. And I was like, first thought was, fucking dogs, dude. Because they, really, they haven't had any accidents. I always say that. No no accidents inside the house. But, yeah. So I was like, fucking the dog went up there and pooped. So I went up there and there's like a diaper across the room and there's like turd balls. They're round. <laughs> like deer turds, but bigger. Huh. Dude, what is with the girls and poop? I don't know, man. Ro they didn't, love it. Ro didn't do that, though. Ro, no. didn't, Ro didn't like throw poop or like play with her poop. Yeah, Tab- that's, that's Tabby never weird. did either. Gwen, on the other hand, she... She's a whole other animal. Yeah, she's got some ape in her. Dude, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'm hoping it's a quick. I'm hoping it's a quick turnaround. Yeah. Well, have you guys like started introducing her to potty yes. training? Yeah. yeah, she sits on right. the toilet. She's not uh, potty break one. You guys need anything? No, I'm good, man. You tell Jill to get some dinner for me. Ooh, some mac and cheese. You said you didn't want any. I want some fucking mac and cheese. I, you know what? Dude, mac and cheese is awesome. Oh, dude, no, it's, not. it's good. Not for dinner. I'm picky. Oh Jesus! I want my fucking steak. <laughs> I want my chicken breast. I have steak sitting in the fridge right now. Like I am, uh, I'm like a, uh, I'm fickle about dinner for some reason. I could eat anything all day. Yeah. Like no problem. But when it comes to dinner, like I want like a protein, a fucking side dish. You know, like she's all cool with like I'm gonna make a sandwich for dinner. I'm like literally like, what? You know, like I know, no. yeah, that's how Ash is too. No, I'm not okay with a sandwich for dinner. Like, I'll be outside working or something, and I'll come in at like seven thirty eight, and I'm like, what are we having for dinner? It's fucking getting late. Yeah. She's like, I don't know, I eat some pickles. I'm like, what? I'm not, I'm not hungry I just anymore. Like, I'm not, you like, know, oh I just don't, like, I don't like the, I don't like that, dude. Like, of every meal in the daytime, like dinner to me should be like a really quality like yeah, dish. and I just hate like when she said like mac and cheese. A, it's not some probably good mac and cheese. It's probably craft, <laughs> and it and that's hit or miss whether it's really good. And then it's like oh, I'm gonna cut some hot dogs and throw in there. And it's like that's good for lunch, <laughs> not for a goddamn dinner, dude. Sometimes, man, you just not no. Papa Papa works all day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I come home, I'm building. I, you freaking <laughs> podcast studios. 
Hey, sometimes I go super cheap too with dude, dinner. We just, had sandwiches yesterday. She went to Safeway and bought. I was in the mood because it was hot, dude. And I was like, yeah. I don't want a big full meal, so I was like, let's get some Subway or something. And she just went to Safeway and got sandwiches. That's fine. She also got like hard boiled eggs. Yeah. There's like other things to it, so it was good. But I'm just like, we, we did that when it was like fucking 95 degrees out. <clears throat> we went to Winco and just got like the the fucking little Winco pre made stuff. Yeah, yeah. And just microwaved them real quick. Yeah. We t- I, I didn't want to fucking turn on the oven. Dude, that's the thing is I that's I I don't want to. Uh, I do like that. Like, if you go to Safeway and you get like dinners or like pre or even like Safeway has like the potatoes and soups. Oh yeah, and yeah, yeah. like mac and cheese and stuff like that. We'll go pick up a couple of those and just heat them up and go. That's fine. I'm just saying, I don't want to fucking cut up a hot dog in mac and cheese. <laughs> that sounds like I'm not five. Yeah, I'm twitches on. I guess that's one like fish sticks right now. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I fucking bought some fish sticks the other day, dude. I haven't had them for a long like time. Like frozen ones? Yeah. I we like, almost bought I, some I love how you were just insinuating that you wanting fish sticks would be like a five-year-old, and then you're like, dude, I just fucking had them. <laughs> no. So good. Well, so I, no, he was saying mm-hmm. that he didn't want to eat mac and cheese because he's not five. <laughs> and then just, he's like, I just want some fish sticks. I want like a real dog. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was just because saying, I was, that's better. I was saying like I want like chicken or like sides. Like, so, uh, dude, I, that's to me, a real dinner is the way to go. Dude, Not what like, about a hungry man? That there you go, right there. Five courses, five courses. We used to eat, <laughs> used to eat the shit out of I those when like we were kids. Such yes. a hobo when I eat those. Though. <laughs> they're so gross. They're they're just nasty. They're not they're not good. Hungry it's man nasty. is not good. You know who does have very good ones is um is it Marie Calendars? Excellent, dude. Excellent. They're really good. And isn't that who? special order Marie by Calendars? like Jenny Craig or something? No, never heard of that. They have restaurants, and it's. But that was the other restaurant one is uh, the Boston Sarah Market. Lee. The Boston Market ones, the mm. TV dinners from Boston Market. Yeah. Get your hands on some Sarah Lee. No. Some cheesecake. Ooh la la. Sarah Lee. Oh, dude, I fucking love cheesecake. God, dude, yes, cheesecake. Oh. Pecan pie. Are you guys fans? Ugh, pecan no. pie sucks, dude. Well, see, that's what I've noticed. Like, people are like, I fucking love it or hate it. Yeah, but it's, if it's you love it, you fucking absolutely I know. love it. I'm not. I I should try it again. I I'm not a fan. What I what I remember, but it's been a long time. I so will I not wanna... try it again. It is. It's weird. Like I don't know. Like it's. Is it a consistency thing or just the well, taste? I don't <laughs> like. I just don't like pecans. I don't like, I don't like a lot of nuts oh. other than like peanuts. Peanuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. I don't like nuts on other food. <clears throat> it just doesn't seem like it works. Listen, if you got a table for dessert for like Christmas and there's a fucking cheesecake and there's a Boston cream pie and there's a fucking <sighs> pecan pie and a pumpkin pie, that pecan's not getting touched. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going pumpkin first. Pumpkin. Oh. Well, see, because that's a rare thing to me. Like you only have pumpkin pie literally like twice oh, a man. year. I don't, it just makes me happy. Pumpkin I don't know why. It's so good. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like with, cream, cream with cream some vanilla there. ice cream next to it. Oh, oh my dude. God. Damn. <sighs> <sighs> You gotta heat up the hot, like the pie, get a but, hot. But uh, Jill's parents brought over a Boston cream pie the other day, and I haven't had a Boston cream pie for a long time. Mm. It was from Sherry's. Yeah. God damn it, dude! That was delicious. Sherry's makes some good pies. They do. Dude, their banana cream pie is the best. It's the best. Mm-hmm. You have to like Jill hates bananas. <laughs> How weird! I'm not a. I'm not a. I'll eat them. I'm not an entirely huge fan of bananas. I more like banana Laffy Taffies. Oh my Those God. are better. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, that gives me hard on right now. I like, <laughs> fucking love 
I'm oh not. I'm, I'm a fan <clears throat> of bananas, just not after like a hard night of drinking. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> I'll puke those up right away. I just feel like, if <laughs> but that's a flavor that doesn't change. No, like you can puke it up and it's still gonna taste like bananas. It does. It actually it tastes does. better coming up. Huh? It, just like, like chocolate. Uh, no, I mean, say it's like when they you're gonna puke or when you're <laughs> no, sick. If you no, eat a lot no. of ice cream, when you puke, it actually has a better taste. Like it's not like the puke tastes better. Yeah. Night night. night, night. Digging for, <laughs> for gold, dude. That was like the sorriest, like night night. Fuck off. <laughs> she just like <laughs> she had like a middle finger up her nose. She's digging. Um. Yeah. Anyways, pies, good stuff. But I want to talk about. Um. <clears throat> I guess we didn't really talk. Is there any other news that you guys want to talk about? Because we kind of got sidetracked. Uh, there's some like personal news with uh, what happened last weekend. Yeah, that was rough. I heard, yeah. So, uh, did I tell you about that, Chris? I you were, yeah. There, oh, there you a, you texted me, <clears throat> yeah. but I didn't. Text he doesn't back. know him, and I don't even know him that well. But I still was. I it seen is, him enough that I was like, it was weird, man. Wow. So, yeah. After everybody left, it was just like got like really fucking emotional, and like hmm. everybody was. Like, so wait, you don't need to say a name, obviously. But when did uh, when did everybody leave, and what time did you actually find out about this? Um, it was probably we like, had it out it was probably right, round five. It, yeah, I think right after you left, if Sarah was still there, I'm not sure, but it, pretty much all that was left was me, Tiffany, the kids, and then uh, Ron and Martha. And so, so you already knew about this before anybody even no, came over. No, and then that's <clears throat> when so Ron found out like probably an, an hour or two before everybody left. And he was just kind of like sitting just there, kind of like holding it in and like waiting till everybody left. And then he just like fucking broke down, dude. And it was. Did you notice his demeanor change? Uh, or did he actually? No, but he he kind of he does that. So like he'll he'll like sit and like think about shit. Tiffany does the same shit. So everybody left, and he 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 lost it. Yeah, like everybody was just like, oh my god. So he told everybody. Yeah, and he's like, well, I, you know, I didn't want to ruin your your party, Tiffany, but. Blah, blah, blah. Killed himself. Oh, shit. And, yeah. And he was, like, really close to Tiffany growing up. Like, almost, pretty much an uncle. And, like, one of Ron's pretty, like, close friends. I mean, he was over the house, yeah, like, all the time. Yeah. But, um... He was a nice guy, man. I don't know no, him. That, really I, don't, cool. I didn't know him that well. But uh, when we would go over, you know, especially in the summer in the pools and stuff, but... He was always a very nice person. That's really sad. Yeah, like no one ever really saw this kind of coming, but he decided, so he didn't decide, but he um, was single for a while and then met a girl that mm-hmm. like used to own a pizza place out in yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, then they ended up having a kid. And so... Oh, I see. I didn't know they had a kid. Yeah, she's like two or three now but it ends up yeah that, that sucks so they split is that what happened they split? no so they ended up moving to arizona for treatment because he ended up getting cancer mm. and he had pancreatic cancer or not pancreatic cancer uh prostate prostate yes yeah, that's a bad one and so they were down there he was getting treatment and all this stuff and um there was just some weird stuff going on Facebook. Like he was leaving some weird posts, like kind of like resentful stuff and kind of like, 
you know, the, you never know what you got until it's gone type stuff. Mm. And then, yeah, I guess he just fucking shot himself on the bed with the picture of his wife next to him. It's Jesus. Like, and his friend. So he said, like, yeah, his, his friend was with him the night before. And I guess she was like cheating on him or she left him for another dude. His girl. Yeah. And then, um, I think he got some bad results back. It was just a menagerie of so it was shit like, hit him all. Dude, like, what do I have to live for, pretty much? And then, yeah, his friend walked in and found him on the bed. Yeah, dude. <clears throat> That's rough. Yeah, so. I just like it. You know, like, I, uh, I'm i not a, I don't know, suicide's a weird thing for me. It is. Like, I don't under, I don't get it. I just don't like, I, I can't put myself in a place mentally, not saying you can't be, because you obviously can be, but I'm just saying I can't even fathom um, barring my like entire family dying in a freak accident. Like, I can't fathom the idea like there's nothing to live for. Like that. To me, it would be like if, uh, like 9-11, if it's, I burn alive in this building or I jump yeah, off the building. That's a different story, yeah. That's- I, I want a gun. And I'm just going to have to fucking, because I'm not going to burn alive, dude. No. Yeah, but see, that's different, man. I, you know, if you're in a situation where, like, yeah, I mean, that's, I don't I don't feel like that's the same. I mean, that's not like a. Yeah, uh, that's I, that's kind of a death is the only option. Yeah. How do I want to go? Kind yeah, of that's, that's, no, that's, that's more of like a, I don't want the pain of what's about to happen. Yeah. <clears throat> but, like, I'm saying stewing over something for weeks and months and years of. Like, like you said, like, what is it? I'm not saying that's what he thought, but what, yeah. what is there left to live for? Like how you can't get, get the idea that like everything passes and new things come along. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get well, it. Well, I mean, it's that's if, hard. if he had that fucking cancer, maybe he did get bad news and there was no, well, and what's that's coming. That's better. That's kind of what everybody was saying is like, if it's his choice to, you know, end it when he can uh, left on his own terms oh, rather yeah, than dude, I don't know. I mean, I, I can understand that. If, no, like, I get it, but when you got children and stuff, man, like, yeah, your kids. Listen, you can. Well, it, a, that, it had, she said she was like, she was pretty young. That well, yeah, and he has like an older daughter too. Oh, well, I mean, it the the same thing. Whether you're diagnosed with something like that and you die, or you just end it yourself and not go through all that pain. Either way, they're not going to understand what's going on. They're not. Yeah. But but I think what I, they say like it's a selfish thing. A lot of people think suicide is selfish, which it is kind of in a way. Okay, but I there's depending two sides. depending on the there's situation. Two sides. <clears throat> but my point is is even if you got a cancer diagnosis or something like her neighbor, I was just telling you she died. Yeah, they gave her four days, dude. Yeah, that's she crazy. Found out and they said you have four <clears throat> days. That's weird. Four fucking. Can you imagine like in you? Can you imagine going to the doctor because something's up? And they, they tell you, you got cancer and you got four days. Yeah, you're going to be dead on Monday. Like, you can't even, <laughs> you can't even, like, you can't even go, you know what? I got, like, six months or a year to live and I'm going to travel. I'm going to do everything I can and, like, spend as much. No, it's just. Yeah, he got it's done. over. Dude, I mean, that t- that is scary. That is the scariest. That is crazy. I've never yeah. actually even heard of that, of yeah, someone. Dude, listen. When yeah. We found out like, from. Like, that uh, quick. We Ugh. found out from another neighbor that. There's a couple houses down here who um, comes to Jill's work, mm-hmm. and she had asked Jill because they, you know, she obviously knows we live here. She asked Jill if she had heard about 
I don't know what to say his name, but they asked him if you heard about him and his wife, and Jill just said no. And he's been out here doing construction. Like, he's had, um, you know, he's, like, redoing the side and stuff. Oh, yeah. So I've seen him a lot lately, and he's been, he's quite the dickhead. And over the past six months or a year, he's been much, much nicer to us and, like, way cooler. And his wife's always been nice, extremely nice. <clears throat> and, uh... <laughs> oh, my God. Was that a fart, dude? No, that was... Okay, that's your cable cord. So, um... It was like, it damn. sounded like a fart. But, um, anyways, um, she just said that uh, a friend of a friend down the street is good friends with Steve and... Oh, Jesus. Nobody's gonna know him. Uh, good friends... <laughs> <laughs> you, you fucking blew it, Dave. You let us slip. Beep. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. Um, she just said that uh, Steve had mentioned that they something was going on with her, and they took her to the doctor, and that she found out that she had cancer. She had four days, and we're like, Jill told me this. I'm like, this is weird because I've like he's been what, out here. Working. Do you know? Did she say what was wrong? Like what was she was no. experiencing? Like that no. led her to go to the doctor? No, I have no idea. Imagine you just have like a fucking like a. A sore like something in your chest and you're just like god it's like fucking sore muscle well, listen the yeah. truth no, that's is, fucking a big ball of cancer and you're gonna die i'll like, keep going uh, with the story but the truth is about it is honestly if it was that advanced i guarantee over the past year she's probably had some serious like sickness and health issues yeah and didn't really do anything about it and kind of just thought it was normal stomach pain some upset stomachs and stuff and Maybe, and then it got yeah. to the point where maybe, I don't know. I don't know. But the point is, is we found out we're going like, God, it's terrible. Well, it could be a misdiagnosis. Go today. I'm like watching him over here working and stuff. And I'm like, he's out in his garage and stuff. And I'm like, God, I wonder if his wife's okay. Like, you know, yeah, I haven't seen him out at all in the past four or five days. Well, she died like four days ago, dude. Didn't even know. She just like, and we're like, holy fuck, that literally was four days, you know? And it's just terrible. He's yeah. He hasn't been the nicest person, but uh, man, that's that's a, my should, point. Was have uh, your wife bake up a batch of cookies uh, and take them? Yeah, she wanted to go talk to him. Yeah, and just ask him if he's okay, and just you know, we're on that term. I think we're. But then I'm like, I don't know. Maybe like we didn't find out from him, and I. Th- it'd, it'd be, be weird, weird to if, approach it, and yeah, if he didn't want anyone to know. I mean, it would have to be like a casual conversation. He's probably old school. And it's like, if you know, like he's not going to be the one to be all talking about it. No, but I'm just saying like, we're not, we're not on that term to go up there and just be like, I heard about your wife. You know, it'd be more of like, hey, Steve, how you doing? And and hopefully he just says like something and you can. Yeah. But what I was getting at real quick to finish that last little segment, um, I think the problem that I have with it is like when you do find out something like that, that you are going to have, you're going to die at whatever given time. It's selfish to just to kill yourself and be done with it. When your kids and your wife, your parents or whoever you have, like they want to spend every second they can with you. Cause it depends on, it depends on the state of your quality of health though. Because if you are just stuck in a bed and you're like, uh, like a drool yeah, is coming out of your mouth. Yeah, but you're They're like, Dad, get up. I want I want you to make me some pancakes or something. No, but you're Come talking on, like let's... vegetation state, not like I'm going to die in four months. Well, you know? I'm just saying, like, if, if you're at the point where everything that you do fucking sucks, I like just, you can't stand moving, you're like, you're just like, God damn, dude. I know. I, well, yeah. that's where like assisted suicide comes in. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, is that legal? Like, I, I think mm. anyone should be able to do that. 
I mean, if you have, if you have reached your limit and yeah. you, and that's what I liked about where Trump, I'm not going to talk about like politics yeah. all that much, but like he like made the regulations for, what is it? Like an FDA trial drugs. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You can try any mm. drug. So the right to try, the right to try a bill. It's a beautiful thing. Actually. And that passes. That's the way it should be. I mean, if there's something that is out there that can possibly help you. Well, the thing is, is I can try yeah, there it, should dude. be no reason why you shouldn't be able to. No, because if you're going to die anyways, no side effect from that drug or weird thing that's going to happen. If that drug is bad, it could it, be worse than that. Nothing it would might be, worse be than that. You never know. And that's what, yeah. that's why people are kind of against it because the, uh, you could I, have, what would be worse than dying though? Dude, not, yeah, nothing, dude. What? You're going to puke a shit ton. Like you're going to get a different kind of cancer. Like, I don't know. Listen, you're going to die. And you're what if only, it turned you into a zombie? Well, <laughs> You'd we, be the first and you'd be famous. Move. You join the thousand person army. <laughs> I don't no, know. but um, what I was going to say is that, uh, so they, they ho- kind of hope that it was like he found out, you know, so that the cheating thing was happening, she left him, that happened, so we know that that kind of was like already like a, God, how does she feel? Just, <clears throat> oh, that would suck. You're cheating on your spouse, they kill themselves, that has got to Way heavy. Yeah, she if if she's not he, fucked he up, he had cancer. She already knew he was probably going to die. So I mean, she's but she that's was already a, there. That's a different mental animal that you're tackling there. Granted, yeah, it sucks if your husband or fiance or boyfriend or whatever gets cancer and you know he's going to die sometime. But yeah. just to you to do that and then he kills himself. That's a whole different thing. Yeah, mentally. Well. I just feel like you should talk to your spouse, significant other, children. Like if you're if you're gonna die and they say four months, you know, like spend time with them. And if you're miserable, just talk to. I think you should be, you know, that should be something like, hey, listen, if I get bad where I'm in a hospital permanently, like I just I don't I don't want to be here. Yeah, and just be aware that like I might, <laughs> you know, do something or go somewhere and do something. But yeah, I just feel like it's so wrong to like just. And I, I and I think that should be fine. I think suicide in general should shouldn't be illegal. I, I feel like if if well, somebody is in a situation, it's not, it's not illegal because how are you gonna? No, it is because if you don't successfully kill yourself, oh, attempted then suicide. yeah, you're in a shit ton. You got a bunch of fucking legal shit to deal with I now, see. and like I never and, thought about that. So and like, because oh yeah, you you wanted to kill yourself before, and now you got to deal with this shit that now you really want to kill yourself. Like all the medical costs. And is all. there anything worse than? trying to kill yourself and then not going all the way through with it. I mean, <laughs> or failing or like, uh, like you'd yeah. actually do it, but then you don't die and you become just disfigured. Oh, fuck dude. I, just, <laughs> that thing? I did. Whoops. <laughs> well, there was that gal in high school, Greg, that remember she, she OD'd on pills on purpose. Yeah. And remember she woke up out of it Yeah, and she, and said, she was like freaking out. She just, like she didn't want to die and all that. She didn't want to die. That's the thing with see. That's the thing with suicide. I would bet you if you could bring back every suicide victim back to life. Well, they they have not nest, like no. like <laughs> legit. I'm saying the ones that actually went through that. The, I'm saying the if near could, near death experiences with yeah. the people that try to kill themselves, like yeah. jumping off a bridge. Yeah. When as soon as they jump, they say the first thing that goes through their mind is, "I want to be back up on the ledge." Yeah. Like I mm. wish I wouldn't have jumped, but that that might just be like an instinctual like reptilian brain yeah. thing. Because I mean, every part of your body wants to survive yeah. to spread your seed. Yeah. I mean, pretty much like yeah. right. You want to spread your genealogy to yeah. keep the human race alive. 
but there's no way to not be okay. You with can't that, fight. You can't fight that. I just think that if you look back, there was that documentary um, about the the Golden Gate Bridge being like the suicide mm, bridge. Yeah, and there was the the main guy on there was one that yeah, tried to kill himself on there and survived, which was pretty rare. Was that Uncle Jesse from uh, Full yeah, House? I think so. That was down. That was filmed down there. You know. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I just hope it wasn't one of those uh, little twin girls. The Olsen twins? <laughs> <laughs> one of them little twins. As long as, as, long as there's yeah, one of them left. Then. I mean, do we really need two looking exactly alike? I don't want to see them flying underneath that bridge. But he was just saying that he, when he jumped that uh, he just knew that, man, like there was nothing worth doing this. And he actually lived and, and made Sounds it. like the same thing that we're talking about. Probably. But... Uh, but Maybe not. I'm sure everybody thinks that, especially with something where you're falling or burning yeah, or you have drowning. A lot, of, a lot of time to think. When yeah. you got seconds to think about something as you you know you're dying, like, yeah. <laughs> of course you're going to say, I didn't want this. Yeah. This is a yeah. bad idea. I, I still think, like, the way that I would probably do it is, like, clog a tailpipe and just start the car. Oh. Just go to sleep. Either that, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't. That, I don't know. That what, way, it just puts you asleep. I don't know what the chances of that thing popping out the tailpipe though, and then you just become <laughs> like brain dead. And you're like fucking. And all you hear, like as you're falling out, is your wife like, "Oh my god, Greg, don't do that." Because like, I feel like they catch them all the time in the car, like, and they just fall down with a big boner. I, I feel like I feel like if it, <laughs> as you're masturbating, yeah. you just, I'm like, look at my boner. I feel like if it was me, I would want if I. Absolutely made up my mind, and I was going. Like on my terms, I'm going. Said and done. Yeah, I'd want to die. Some doing something very thrilling. I don't know because you might, like Dave was saying, you might the way that you end that thrilling event might leave you in torturous pain for. No, I'd do a thrilling event, but I'm going to make sure I'm dead. Okay, like Like, I'm going to go skydiving or something. Uh, see, it's a long time to fall, dude. Yeah, but if your mind's made up, your mind's made up, dude. I couldn't handle that. that I mean, I guess you have to handle it, but I couldn't handle it mentally. Nope. If my mind was made up and I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to be alive tomorrow. I'm that'd be. A I way guess. To go. I guess that's what skydiving is in just in general is it's. Do you How close live? can I get? Yeah. Do you want to live or not? Like, mm. if you don't want to live, just don't pull the shoot up. Yeah. Yeah. That would be a good way to test it, to tell you the truth. Give him a shoot. Suicidal, go up and skydive, legit. Mm-hmm. With and a, with if your mind changes in that free fall, pull the shoot. If not, fucking let it go. <laughs> I just had this vision of like, <laughs> this is the earth, and this person's like, I don't want to die. <laughs> dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah. Well, he wanted to live, but a little late. Uh, you, you thought about it too long. Yeah, yeah. There, there still will, will be that point of no return where you, there's there's that, no matter what you do. There's that guy not that long ago that like survived the skydiving. Oh, I've seen oh, videos yeah. of that. He bounced even. He hit the ground and bounced. Yeah. It, didn't he fall through some trees though? I I want to well, say like this guy that lived. There's been a, several people that have lived. Like yeah. their parachute not opening. God, that's I, some thick fucking bones, dude. Like, like, I don't see how that couldn't just fuck your world up, dude. I bet they go, don't go skydiving anymore. I don't know. I would, I would want to land head first. I would just make sure my head landed first. That way, I was just dead. 
You're just in a straight down dive the whole time. <laughs> but you don't want to. You don't want to lay there just broken, going like. <laughs> I want them to find my <laughs> neck so far up into my fucking chest. Uh, this guy I'm has like a goddamn this motherfucker turtle. has a tail. That's your yeah. spine just hanging out your asshole. I want my my I want my chin poking out of my asshole. That's oh. how far I want. It. I just want to be straight dead. Dude, I, honestly, I don't even want to think about what I would do. I don't even like the idea of it. Well, this got me on the topic of because uh, I was talking to Big Ron and getting him on the podcast, and he kind of wanted to come this week. And I told him I was like, dude, I don't know if we'll have everything set up. Obviously, we do now, but. Um, I think next week, if you guys want, uh, it's going to be a deep dive. And I told him because like he can talk about some like really inspiring shit too. Mm-hmm. He's just like good just to fucking talk to about random yeah. shit. But um, I think like if we want to have like a motivational podcast or whatnot, he would be totally down to do that. I just want to hear what you were talking about. Some of this the ideas and the, the, the cosmic. So the main show that he watches or used to watch, I don't think he has the channel anymore, but it's called the Gaia channel the and Gaia channel. Gaia. I've never heard of that. It's G A I A, which I think means I mother earth. Paya. And I'm like, Oh, <laughs> we were talking about the whole, the pumpkin. Who's that a cheesecake or a busting cream pie? Oh, Sherry's. No, but, um, Cosmic Disclosure is the name of the show. Okay. And I watched season one, and it's pretty much David Wilcox is a guy. I guess he's kind of weird, dude. All this shit's kind of weird to me, but and that that's what I keep telling. Like space and stuff in itself? Yes, exactly. And so David Wilcox is a guy that's frequently on uh, Ancient Aliens on the History oh, Channel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, he just he studies all this shit, and he knows all this shit. So David Wilcox is like... You, you guys would know. Here, let me, let me look him up. Is he the meme guy? No, that's the guy with the weird fucking hair. Yeah, he's a weirdo. <laughs> he's a weirdo. <laughs> but this guy, um, here we go. Oh, David Wilcock. <laughs> he has like a fucking uh, six forehead, six head. You know? Yeah. Wilcock. This guy. Look at it. Jesus. Yeah, that's that's maybe an eight head, dude. He looked, that actually that, is that guy is that guy is an alien. <laughs> that is an alien. Oh shit, maybe that's, that's why he knows so much. Yeah, he's like my mother. That's why he knows so much about space. That's where he came from. That makes so much sense. <laughs> no, but um, so it's the it's basically him sitting one on one in a chair, just one chair. No, um, talking to a guy named Corey Good, and Corey Good is a guy that lived on the moon quote unquote for years and was part of this secret space program. And it's fucking bizarre, dude. They talk about blue avians. So he basically said his first experience was like when he was a kid and he started like talking to these other things telepathically. Did you mean avatars? Blue avatars? That's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, I was like, dude, I I think we're peaking. Was Did I just peak pretty bad? No, I think you're, no, I think you actually something's uh, oh, tripping. Sh- shucks. Well, you're you're tugging on that pretty good, you know what I'm saying? Like okay. you're having like that late night tug. <laughs> <laughs> tuck it in, tuck it under. Um, there we go. That's but, probably better. But uh, so he was basically saying something about um, the little blue orb came into his room one night, and that's how he knows when it's when it wants to communicate with him. And he said that the last time that he went up to the moon was um, 
for some mission or something. So he, he basically got visited and he's like, you can tell when, if you're not in the mood, they can tell when you're not in the mood and they won't, you have to kind of like accept it in kind of like anal. We were talking about like, mm. you got to <laughs> relax that butthole and then it'll come through. Huh. It'll, yeah. huh. Spit on it, but he, he was. You get, I, I wish you guys, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, hey, that person, no, wrong, 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 yeah, wrong. That would be the, wrong. the, the wrong. sound effect I would play right there. <laughs> but, um, he basically said that this thing came to him and said, Are you ready to go? And he's like, Yeah, I'll, I'll be ready. And he just went in his fucking shorts. He was, he lives in Texas. So he had, you know, a hot day. It was probably like 9 p.m. or something. Just a fucking t-shirt, some shorts, and some flip-flops on. And he was like, uh, got beamed up into this fucking space ship. And he was just like next to a, a girl who he was like, yeah, she was really excited. And I could tell this was like, <laughs> she was kind of oh overly God. excited. Like this was like her first time. And this guy just sits there and describes these things in extravagant detail that it's called lonely huh. dude it's it's almost but apparently What's it look like apparently um a lot of this stuff gets quote unquote corroborated by other people and da- and throughout the show david wilcock is just like bewildered because he's like <laughs> that sounds exactly like uh from what i've been listening to uh oh, no. in, in my other <laughs> yeah he's like there's no way that you guys have ever communicated or what you would ever even know that i mean i I know this from intimate conversations that I've had with individuals. Uh, anywho, mm. it's just, it's I'm not saying I don't listen. I'm not saying I don't believe it. Cause I believe in some weird shit, but yeah, but it's like, it, yes, you're right. When something seems so outlandish, well, it's like, really? So in, in, I might be giving it a disservice by trying to explain it because honestly, no, but when the guy they're talking to is trying to push so hard, the legitimacy of the story, that's what drives me nuts. No, he's he's basically just sitting there talking. This is him now. Mm, yeah, he, I mean, it's not like... <laughs> well, this is him season one. Wait, who's He looks this? like military guy. Uh, that's the guy huh. that had the orb. Corey Good, and that's the blue avian that he said that that's what it looked like. <laughs> Fucking avatar, dude. I'm pretty sure that's like a metal cover. <laughs> I know, it looks like... <laughs> Power Man 5000. Yeah. Transient being. Here's our latest track, Blue Avian. (laughs) She came from the sky. She was blue. (laughs) 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 Fucking sign me up. You like that? Uh, But anyway, he, he, like, the stuff that I remember is that he went to, like, this humongous auditorium Mm -hmm. with, he said, probably seven balconies. And it was just a like, like a, a cylinder space a, a, auditorium. Yeah, exactly. When he was on the moon, they have this. It's a an auditorium room. Oh, there's a fly. Oh, oh. <laughs> there's the bug in here. So, and he said that this blue avian. So everybody, he said, was in the seats, and he's like, you, you, it wasn't very filled. He's like, there was very few people there. But the people that were there, you'd see commanders. You could tell that they're obviously in in military suits. But there were people from uh, not the United States, so there were other countries. So they were picking from the world there, okay. so and it's then, like NATO. 
space. But he also said that there were people that did not look human that were there. Okay. That looked like different life. So now we're talking like Star Trek. Yeah. Like a freaking inner space Uh, mall. Like Mm. a hub. Yeah. Mm. And so Corey Good was sitting there and they put him up on stage. And the guy said, you're going to stand here and whatever this thing says, you're going to translate it. He's this thing's going to talk to you and you're going to tell everybody what he's saying. And he's like, okay, because he's called like an empath, like a telepathic, whatever, blah, blah, blah. He could, he could speak to people. And so this thing shows up and that's that big blue avian thing. He said it was probably like seven, eight feet tall. And it just showed in the middle of the auditorium thing. And it just like would kind of like look at everybody and people would take turns asking questions. So like they would like stand up and introduce themselves and be like, blah, blah, blah. What are you doing here with all this? Blah, blah, blah. blah. And like it was very kind of like a a public forum, Mm. but it very controlled. And then uh, so Corey Good would have to like communicate with this thing. And then it would communicate out in its language and Corey Good would have to like tell everybody what it's saying. Mm. At least that's kind of what I remember. And I'm like, that's fucking really, really weird. And then he, it's, it's more bizarre than that, dude. He went mm. to Mars. They said that they went to Mars. And on Mars, there was a, so basically there's people living on Mars. And it's a, um, experiment and it's it's actually human beings that were born on mars and they they were told that earth is no longer populated and it's um you can't go there anymore because it's toxic and he said that these people have been living on there for years and years and years and when they saw cory mm-hmm. and um cory good was brought there or they had to land there for some sort of reason for their ship or something and um uh, Corey Good was traveling with like this high level, like flight security or whatever the fuck they are up there. And he and he's like, well, we need to land. You know, we need to go to Mars and and do this to our ship and blah blah. And then the guy was like freaking out and kind of like, well, because he didn't want to like intrude on this experiment. And so they landed there, but everybody was looking at Corey good weird because he's from Texas and he has a suntan and he's in shorts and a t-shirt and that's not what people look like. Oh. And they're like, why are you? And he's, and he said something like about being from Texas or something. And then it, he's like, yeah, like pretty much it caused like a big uproar there. This guy's imaginative it's <laughs> it's really bizarre dude and they talk about so he's not wearing a spacesuit he's just walking around mars no i don't know i don't know in his shorts i don't know but he describes he describes the way that they're like traveling through the tunnels because like david wilcox or D- wilcox is like okay so when you get there uh where do you land at like what does the docking station look like and he's like well you know it's like a it's kind of a, a cavernous cave um, and it's built into this big side of a, a mountain, but it's on the backside underneath a kind of a cove. And when you get inside of that cave, you can tell that they used a, um, it's like this smooth grooves. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's like this big, um, Funnel. 
yeah, it's a big tunnel, but um, you can tell what they what they created it with was with sound waves because the ripples in it uh, were very smooth and it was very compact. And Corey or uh, David Wilcock was like, "Oh yeah, that's exactly blah 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 what they use on blah blah blah. This is how they do it. They they have like these high frequency wave. Um, it's just like a drill, pretty mm-hmm. much. Yeah, but it will send out frequency waves." And the way that it does it, it like compacts the dirt. So that way the ground, it won't just like fall in on itself. If you're drilling into the bottom of a mountain, you can just create a a hole wherever you want it to go. He's like, yeah. And then, um, the rails that carried this car were just, um, deep into this, the set into this cave. And it was just a seamless kind of just transition hmm. it's really fucking weird i mean i would love to listen to it but uh, it's I'm, almost too much yeah i just because i told ron i'm like my, you're going off of one guy who has no pictures no video footage my and, thing my my thing yeah. that i would say is why what makes him so special he went to the fucking moon man no and I'm mars just, i'm just saying like <laughs> no i mean like why you why did you get this option like why would yeah. somebody that's not yeah. Could do more with this. You know what I mean? Well, and what I want to know is if if it is you, there's a lot of important people that are going to know about you, and they're going to be watching you. And why? Um, I mean, come come season one, episode one, you'd be dead, or or just disappeared altogether. Well, I got dark. Well, I'm d- no, I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> it's true though. Bottom of a it's river. just like it's just now, like a- now people know about this guy because it's on season nine or ten. But you're talking season one, episode one, where this fucking nobody comes out and hello, everybody. Uh, this is David Wilcock here, and we have Corey Good. A lot yeah. of you might not know who he is, but he's part of the speak- secret space program. And it's like, wouldn't you just, just or it, you're just hoping that everybody would be like, this guy's yeah, fucking nuts. The show looks like shit, and this guy it looks like a fucking retard. So I, I don't know. know. See, wh- why not? Go after that guy, but you go after lead singer Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah, I, his see his was a little outlandish too, but for some reason. But see, like when he was talking about having uh, high ups bring him, in, it was a different scenario, obviously. Yeah, but I'm saying when he was discussing like people wanting to talk to him, like to me, this like kind of answered his own questions. You know, like he's a celebrity who is a fairly talented like director and creator of music and knows how to like put stuff out, which was the reason that he said that he was chosen because he spent all this time looking through documents at UFOs, collecting data, learning. He spent a lot of time learning about UFOs and add that to the fact that he was wealthy and well-known. And I think that's it, dude. I think it's an Avenue for, um, public no but that's what i'm saying though that's what i'm saying i'm you know, saying that i'm saying that's why when he he's was... saying this weird stuff like you don't look at him and go well, why would they pick you like you're going oh well you're really knowledgeable on ufos you have money you a huge have public power, forum you have public forum you could help create things like yeah i could see why they would pick him why this guy this guy is just a fucking dude from texas in shorts so no. so that's the thing is i don't know so that's why I want to have Ron here to kind of like talk about it. And you know who else is in and on this shit is Sarah's dad. And he, we have to get him here. Sarah is our next door neighbor, Tiffany's best oh, friend. Yeah, yeah. 
Why? Her dad, dude. Have you ever met him? No, I don't. he's a fucking character. Just, just himself. When we, uh, he, he's like, this table's loud as shit. Yeah, <laughs> gotta have to get some filth on this bad boy. Well, we, um, just for example, like we were over at um, her house watching like the Super Bowl like a couple years ago when the Patriots were playing the Falcons, and he was just like freaking out about how the Patriots were winning. He's like, yes, everything makes sense. You got the Patriots winning the the year that President Trump takes the presidency, blah, blah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, it, but he, he not, not just that. I know, but is he, is he like a diehard liberal? Is that, is that what you're saying? No, he was like, he wanted the Patriots to win because of, you know. Because of Trump. So he's a Trump supporter? Yeah. Okay, then I'm okay with him. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to have a guy over I don't know, and I can just rip him up on. But he doesn't level. agree with the uh, the whole like fighting back against kneeling. He thinks that the players should be able to kneel whenever they want. And I'm like, mm, yeah, I say whatever. it's a fucking business; they can do whatever the fuck exactly. they want. That's what I said. That's like the NBA's been doing that for like people are like, years. They don't want to they can let them do what they want. I'm like it's a fucking. They get paid millions. They should be sucking dong if they are asked to suck <clears> dong <throat> for what you're making fifty million in four years. Yeah, like you better lick my butthole. Yeah. <laughs> Who is that one guy that just signed the contract? Like a huge, enormous contract, 100 and LeBron something million. James. LeBron James. Was it LeBron James? Yeah. I don't know. yeah it was like five so, years, 100 and. LA Lakers. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking stupid. Yeah. I mean, he's, a, he's the greatest in the world right now. But so. I, I started talking to Sarah's dad about it. And um, yeah, he, he was just like, I don't even know why we're all fucking getting excited about kneel, kneeling on, during the flag. There's so much shit that you don't even know about. No, no. <laughs> the government's hiding all that stuff. He's like, the secret space program? We've been on Mars for decades. <laughs> oh, no. And I was like, yes, we've got to get this guy yeah. on. Because like, he was right up there talking about all the shit that Ron was talking about. And I'm like... He he definitely is loud, and he would definitely take over the room. So if we got him in here, it would be like a stand back and watch the fucking clown dance. But well, that's fine. That's kind of the point of a guest. But poking the bear is definitely you, easy. You just to have do to like rein him. Make sure you rein him in a little bit. Yeah, that's fine. I'm cool with that. But uh, but I think getting Ron in here to kind of describe it a little bit, and I talked with him. I'm like, yeah, we kind of just said that like you would just kind of. We just need to set up dates, and we need to go from there. We got the basic setup now. There's still some more to do. Yeah. There's still some more things to figure out. We need to start airing these, obviously. But uh, we're ready. I mean, basically, we're ready. We got a crap need- mic, but we got a couple things to do. I would say maybe not next week, but the week after, for sure. We're getting Ron in? Yeah, just because uh, there's some stuff I want to button up here before. Okay. Um, but either way, we, need- we get Ron. We, we I think we should definitely do guests on here. Oh, yeah. Big Ron. I definitely want to get Jill's dad on here because he's, a, he's on our side with a lot of things, but he's also, like I said, he's a business owner. Yeah. He can kind of get some insight on stuff, and he's funny. And then uh, Sarah's dad, let's do that. Let's try to find a, a liberal mind that we're friends with that we would be willing to come talk to us about a topic that has to do with politics or something, you know, that we can have – a real debate on, you know? Yeah. Try to win them, win them over. Well, um, so I think we need to get a logo. We'll get there. We'll, we'll get there. This is an after pod discussion. We'll yeah. get there. Buddy. Oh, yeah. We'll get there. Giant penis. <laughs> <laughs> All 
Um, Chris, you brought up a good point though. That kind of what I wanted to talk about today. We got, we've been on for a little over an hour. Um, you brought up LeBron James and his pay. Yeah. And we, me and Greg had discussed this before. I remember a couple of years ago, we had a big debate. Remember it runs. We were talking about how much, um, basketball players are paid and athletes are paid. Yeah. And you were like, dude, it's not right. I remember you were like, it's not right that they get paid so much money. <clears throat> Well, I don't know if it's changed. This was years. Okay. My argument was, um, my argument was that, uh, me as a viewer or fan, like I'm a, I'm a blazer fan far more than anything else. And then a Seahawks fan and then all the others Mariners, <clears throat> but like you pay for that. Like I, I go to basketball games frequently and it costs X amount of money and you're willing to pay that much money. And so my my argument to you at the time was, and maybe it's like I said, maybe it's different now, but they're getting what they deserve. I mean, they're you have to, you know what Lars always says, or even Rogan, like you're only gonna get paid what you're worth, you know? Yeah. Like they are clearly so good at what they do, and people pay so much money to go watch them that that's just the going rate. Well, and that is, I think, I think it's the market's decision. I don't think it's, it's that's, what, it's that's not, what I was trying to say. It's a market decision. Yeah. And the truth is, is if um, they were getting paid so much and then you go to games and it goes from being a $300 night of getting great tickets and concessions and parking to over the course of the year is now it's $800 to go to a game. Well, then, then fans are going to go, I'm not going to go to a game anymore. Yeah. And then they're going to lose their seats. Like their stadiums are going to get less full. They're going to make less money on foods and merchandise. Then, then all of a sudden that person's not worth that much money. And, and then, you know, they get paid less. Why do you think the WNBA basketball, you know, those women basketball players, those rich fucks, they're not, (laughs) But that's the reason that, like, they don't get paid the same as LeBron James or Damian Lillard. So here is, like, probably where I would lead the argument today is that if you're in the NBA or MLB, you're playing fucking 50-plus games. What, 70? You're playing, yeah, basketball, you're going to play about 82 or 4 games. Baseball, you're going to play 160 games. Yeah, something um, soccer's sixteen to eighteen, I believe. I think the NFL is what sixteen plus yes. postseason. So, so so it's it's you're I see like you're getting paid for your volume in, in those leagues. Yeah. And then in the NFL, you're only playing sixteen regular games, and then if you go postseason, probably up to nineteen, twenty games. If you go all the yeah. way to Super Bowl. For, yes. And so but the the amount of force on your body, I would say that the stress and mm-hmm. the like the physical rigor that football players undergo each game is probably ten times what an NBA player would go. NBA, yes, you get stamina, you get fatigue, and that is like a whole different type of um, physical strain. No, or like a you know fatigue. But as far as sustainability, I think basketball and MLB are the most sustainable sports that you can play. Which, which ones? I'm sorry. I missed that. Basketball and MLB, at least MLB and the players in MLB are making bank, dude. The, mm-hmm. Those are rich motherfuckers. See, I, uh, the richest, I, com- the richest in the, compared to the richest in the world sports wise is soccer. 
Exactly. Yeah. Um, they're in the, there's like <clears throat> basketball is probably, um, I see. That's the thing though. That, there, that's, I it's don't know pl- if I, it's player dependent. I don't know that. Well, I know. see the thing is, it's in like, NFL, did you know that the top out of the top 10, um, paid sports players, Matt Ryan. And, um, uh, there's another quarterback that you like wouldn't fucking believe. Uh, the Lions quarterback, Matthew, Matthew Stafford, dude. Yeah. He is like one of the yeah, top they're, 10 paid. Yeah, they're overpaid. No. Yeah. And Steph Curry and LeBron are up there, but then you have, like you said, like three or four yeah, soccer, soccer players, players in the top, top five. Yeah. I don't know. It, Number one, how, how much, May- how Mayweather. much those guys make just kind of irritates me. Mostly I'm kind of an unbiased opinion because yeah, you, that's why I want to hear what you have. Yeah, to say. I, because I've been in motocross my whole life. Those guys compared to a LeBron James or something like that, the greatest motocross racer of all time doesn't even get a so, quarter of that much. So yes, and that's where Dave's argument is: like you have the fans buying the merchandise, paying so much for. See, these and that's tickets. where that's where I disagree. Motocross riders don't get paid on how many fans show up; they get paid on your skill level and your performance the year before. You know, okay. But I think that's why these guys have such big pay revenues is because the companies make so much money off of the fans and off the tickets and off the merchandise and all all this other stuff. Not to mention, if they're a good player, they can get advertisements. And I'm sure that's well, it's, probably it's, a, it's where, the same thing. Motocross yeah. guys have outside sponsors besides yep. the, the team Yamaha that they're on. But at the, at the same thing, they're, yeah. they're racing, but they're also selling a product. They're selling Yamaha motorcycles. Yes, yeah. But... As a as a factory rider, you're not getting paid for that. That's not what you're getting paid for. You're like, getting paid to race this bike. So going, you're getting paid off wins. Yes, but you're go, getting paid off performance. But going, going back to yeah, it's kind of like the UFC. Like you you have like a um, performance uh, bonus, so to speak. But for the NFL to make so much fucking money, dude, they they're probably like they probably make a, a I don't know if they make more than the NBA. I don't know. The NFL? Yeah. I don't, um, I don't know. I would say that but like... For, but for the amount... <clears throat> because the, the NFL only has 32 teams. And NBA has 32 teams? That's roughly... Yeah, I don't remember what it is. It's close. But the difference is, is that you're talking about the number of games. The number of fans that watch NBA through a season compared to the number of fans... I'm talking live. Mm-hmm. Obviously, is going to be way greater than the NFL because it, each team is playing 82 or 84 games. Yeah. Plus postseason. That's a lot of games. That's like, it's a lot it's of like TV. Baseball. It's a lot of when advertisements. A lot of, yeah. 160 games in a season. Mm-hmm. Even, and, and you know, obviously Safeco's and those, those are, uh, stadiums. Yeah. Are different than like Moda center, you know, a yep. good, like a sold out crowd for the Mariners is garnishing, 60,000 people and a sold out show, you know, or sold out game for the Blazers is 18. But as as far as like, um, percentage or percentage ratio goes. So like if the Portland trailblazers made $1 billion Mm -hmm. and they have 30 players on their team, the percentage that the players make compared to the NBA player or the NFL players, what they make I'm just saying that I think that's disproportionate. Even though that the NBA I think NFL you're breaking play, it down by time played. 
No, I'm just going overall percentage of. Oh, I'm just saying like an NBA player plays X amount of time throughout a season. But yeah, hours Chris, and hours and hours and hours. Whereas an NFL player plays a total of 50 hours in a season or, you know. Well, yeah. And Chris, I go like going back to your point, um, you get paid for what you perform at. Right. Yeah. And so like, you'll have like your Odell Beckham's, you'll have like your Matt Ryan or Matthew Stafford who are in the top 10 fucking most Mm -hmm. paid athletes. So quarterback is undoubtedly the, the position that will get you paid in the NFL. And you're talking $54 million a year. Yeah. That's a fucking shitload of money. It is. It's usually the longest lasting position. But you, you got to you gotta prove yourself. And you got to no, win. No, you don't. <laughs> I really don't. Matt, Matthew well, Stafford. Well, I mean, why do you... No. To be a quarterback, why do you have to prove yourself any more than it, any other position does? Well, that's... It's, you're it, the team captain. It'll... All it'll... All. It's... So, if when you watch football and you, you see a team that doesn't have a quarterback, you can fucking tell. Because... Your team can't do shit. Um, if you have a really good running back and no quarterback, all the defense is going to do is chase the running back and stack the box and try to stop the running back because they know that that quarterback can't fucking throw you a You just got to put it in the terms of he is the one guiding the team. He opens, yeah. it, he opens it up. He has to have the vision. He has to be able to make the, the quick quick calls on something, the quick reads. And that's why, like, in basketball, that would be your point guard who basically he's the one that brings the ball. That's the Damian Lilly. He brings yeah, the ball up to court. It's he's the, the one reading the court. Okay, who's open here? Who's open here? It's who's the open? same thing. Quarterback, that's that's his job. That's what yeah. he has to do. But if you had, like, a starting, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know football positions. But who touches the ball every single play? That's why. A couple people. The center. No. Well, the center, <laughs> yeah. which is a yeah. pretty important position. Yeah, really. But I'm saying... Like, the the guards, like, if they weren't as good, obviously, then yeah. everyone just, everyone has a role that they play, and each one of them isn't more necessarily more important than the other one. No, they're all important in the big scheme, but here's, here's what you're saying. A team like um, Seattle's a good example. You got an excellent quarterback, right? And last year, maybe the last two years, they've had pretty poor... Um, offensive lines. They've had a pretty poor running game. And Russell Wilson is so good. And because of the position that he's in, he can still take that team and get a lot of wins. And Portland doesn't have the firepower that Cleveland had or that the Golden State Warriors had, right? But because Damian Lillard is such a good team, like being a point guard, he's so good at reading the court. They were the number three seed. And if you look at in the West, which is, I know this is getting deep out of your realm here, but if you look at the West where Portland's at, is, I mean, Greg knows that the West is unbelievably stacked, stacked team-wise. The fact that Portland could be the third best team in the West, which is basically the fourth best team in the league, with one all-star, he's the only all-star. CJ McCollum is not an all-star. He's good, but I'm saying... There's teams like like Golden State that have three or four. Or five, they actually have five All Stars now, and then you know you got. Um, I mean, dude, Oklahoma City had three All Stars. They were seventh seed. You know. Yeah. No, I understand. I mean, it's 
It's a team it, dynamic. It's hard. Exactly. You can't. I, I you guess can't, what I'm saying is you can. Coming from my background, the, you can't really compare the two because there is there is a team. You have a team. You have mechanics and you have that kind of stuff. But when it comes down to the actual race, none of those guys fucking matter. Yeah. I think you're, that's you're, what that's yeah. what actually I appreciate about motocross and UFC is it's a solo sport and you perform at yeah it's it's really just winner takes all right it's it's just you you go, yeah. you have to when prove I when I was wrestling in doing. high school that was the one like cool thing about and I remember the coaches always told me they're like this is you you're the I mean we play for points as a team against the other group of guys but. It's you. Your arm gets raised. You did that yourself. I mean, that's yeah. rad. And yeah. and when it comes to 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 paying the talent, wouldn't the guy that that does all the success and all that by himself, and there's no one else he can feed off of or anything like that? Wouldn't that be worth more than the guy that has eleven other guys to help him do it? Not necessarily. Well, See, here's so how thing. much does Damian Lillard get paid compared to the rest of the team? Uh, he's the number one, he, dude. He's so quite top, a bit, quite ten. a bit more. But, so but that he matches what he's talking. Be, but he wouldn't be able to do the same thing if those guys weren't there. What? Maybe. Yeah. So like LeBron, LeBron James, I think would. He just travels. No. The, so here's the here. I guess what I was getting at was what I was getting at with like huge. Seattle, is that like there's examples of, uh, with team sports where that position you're talking about the quarterback specifically, or even a point guard or whatever it is. That position is the one position that you can, if you're really good and you're a top tier quarterback, you can have a pretty poor team and still be a contending team. Where so that that is, yes, and that because is like the Patriots exactly in the beginning of the season, mid season, they they had nothing weapon wise. They had no good wide receivers. It's like the running that, game was dead, middle class, right? But their quarterback is so good. They win it. Well, and not only that, but they've had the same coaching staff for That's a big thing too. Decade. Well, my, my point is is a lot the, of the a lot of the times the coaching staff will go on to be head coaches elsewhere and it'll break apart and then your see, whole I, scheme changes. And so like you'll have like the offensive coordinator teaching like a yeah. it's like going to a different school and like the, the teacher is completely different and you're learning. And, the and class another thing I, I don't like about like football and basketball and stuff, I, I think how much their contracts and stuff are and that kind of stuff, I feel like that should be more confidential than it is. No. Because, like, all the top motocross racers right now... They have a union, though. You're not going to know what they make. Well, no, so it drives the market. Union. So when... You know what it is. It's every year you'll see the quarterbacks get paid more and more and more and more. I remember there was a time when Aaron Rodgers was the number one quarterback or number one paid quarterback, which he deserves to be mm -hmm. he, him and Tom Brady deserve to be. Um, but then you get these no namers that are winning Super Bowls like a Joe Flacco or it was a good one. Ryan Paul or Ryan, Matt Ryan, Ryan goes Ryan. to a, a Super Bowl, but fucking epic loss. That Drew sucks. Brees. Drew Brees. Yeah. They're, they're constantly battling. And then each year it's like, this person now becomes the highest paid quarterback. Yeah. This person now the highest paid quarterback. And it's like, <sighs> see, the thing is you gotta, you gotta, so I, I'm pretty in depth with the blazers and I'm pretty in depth with like the salary. And the deal is, is <clears throat> every year, it's not every year, every couple of years they renegotiate and there's what they call caps. 
and each team has a hundred and like the like the NBA, I think it's 160 million, give or take a couple million is their team cap. Okay. So you can spend more than that, but once you go over that 160 per year, then you get this thing called the luxury tax. Bear back. Yeah. And so some of these super teams face luxury taxes, which if they're winning championships, doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, but my point is, is once you get that luxury tax, it goes up a lot. You pay a $30 million a year luxury tax. Yeah, but my thing is, why why does all that have to be public information? They, I, I feel like players, it, it being public information is what's making it get out, go out of control. Well, yeah, but that's because they have the players union. And like, there's actual like players on teams that, you know, the president is a basketball player, you know? And what they do is they go around and see, then there's, now you're getting really deep, but you go like your GMs um, who are making trades and making deals and trying to get free agents and they're trying to do this stuff. They leak info, they leak false info. So what they'll do is um, like a team, for example, will put out a news that like they've discussed with San Antonio that, you know, they've they have been making phone calls with San Antonio. They might not have made a phone call to San Antonio, but what they're doing is they're trying to like get leverage. They're trying to force movement. So there's a whole bunch of stuff. And then the players want to know who's making, if you're LeBron, right? Do you think if you didn't know anybody's worth, then you'd go, well, LeBron, I bet would have been still getting $6 million a year, <laughs> you know? If he didn't know any better, right? Yeah, but six isn't 126. No, it's crazy. Actually, I, just, <laughs> I was going to, I'll read it when Greg gets here. Because like but, with, with motocross, when it comes time, when it comes to the, they call it the silly season when everyone switches rides and switches yeah. contracts and unless there's a lot of people that sign two-year deals or four-year deals or whatever. But for the most part, there's a lot of switching around every year. And when it comes that time and they release who people got signed to, what team they were signed to, none of that and other information is available. Yeah. You won't ever know that. It's like, it's everything's more secretive. Do you ever think though that, that maybe that's what's hurting them so bad as far as where they get paid, the level they get paid? Mm. Because here's the thing. It's just, it's a, <clears throat> it's a motorsport. But what, but would you, but what, when it comes to like basketball, would you watch basketball less if they made less money? Uh, no, but it, it really has to go like what Greg started this whole thing with is what the market is saying they want. So if you put in, you know, the Blazers are going to sell out their crowd every time, right? Let's hypothetical. They do pretty much. But um, if they're, they're that many people are going every single game and not only are they going, but they're buying all their shirts, they're buying yeah. all their trading cards, they're buying all their, you know, then clearly you can upcharge it and you were not going to pay it unless you really love it. Right. And so I love it and I'm willing to pay extra money to go see it. Now, see the, the hard thing compared to that with like motocross, like I think motocross is awesome and it's cool. We watched it. Yeah. You know, I think it's cool. I've always loved motorcycles, but like clearly now they, they obviously have big events and they have big races and they're on TV and they're doing this stuff, but it's either organization wise, like, the NBA is a monster. The NFL is a monster. Mm-hmm. NASCAR is a monster. 
MLB. MLB is a monster. And I just don't think FIFA. it's like soccer. Soccer's a monster. Not yeah, here. I, I, I think I think the, the biggest difference when it comes to like franchise money yeah. is I don't think Supercross or Motocross in general is a brand name in itself. And that's the I think that's the biggest difference. That's the problem because then you get like like if you look at like what I when I wrestled, I was a wrestler and that was my sport of choice. And then you go, okay, you can go to college and become a wrestler and get go all the way through college again. And then your goal after that is well, before this is really before MMA was like massive, but you're like, well, I can try to go like Olympics, Olympic wrestling, you know, that would be the goal after college or during college. Yeah. Then after that, it's like, well, I can join the WWE and try to, you know, make a name there, which again, yeah, is a there's massive just, there's motherfucking just organization. a lot less yeah. avenues. So like with, with motocross, for example, that's the problem is, is it's not... I don't know what the actually what the problem is because I just don't think that the organization popularity like I don't know if it's a popular sport. It's a super popular sport, but compared to the NFL, compared to the NBA, definitely not that. No, definitely not. And I think that goes back to them branding themselves and promoting themselves the same way. Like you can walk down to any store and just get an. NFL shirt, exactly. any NFL you shirt. Yep. You can't do that with motocross or supercross. Well, it's like the X Games, where it's like, you know what? That's a good twi- example. Twice a year, skateboarders, or twice at, like once every four years, like X Games. Like when did the X Games yeah. come out? It's every year. Every year. Yeah. So you get the X Games, but the X Games is not going to sell you shirts or sell you fucking gear. I mean, they might, but they used to, they used to, mm-hmm. you used to be able to go buy a 2006 X Games shirt or something. Yeah. It's just a, but, I just think it's demand. That's yeah, it. It I is. It is. It's but at the same demand. time, no matter how popular the sport, I don't know. I just, because I've been well, in it, I feel like you should be paid on your performance more than anything. Not well, just attendance on your, on the show. Here's the difference though. Is like, NBA, Granted, LeBron, LeBron James is the best. But how do you right cl- now, how but. do you, how do you define the performance though, and how do you decide this should make this much money, and then how do you break that down into well, such the problem is, is like there's so many like facilitators is my best way word for it. There's your LeBron James who's gonna who's gonna be your dude who's gonna score points every single night. He's gonna average twenty six, twenty nine, thirty points a night. But then you got your like your Evan Turner's who make too much money. In my opinion, he's a blazer. He makes too much money, but he's not a great scorer, but he does all these other little small things on a team that makes it more worth him getting that much money. It's just, he's not the scorer. He's not the face of your franchise. But but to Chris's point, you got to come up with a metric that puts data behind yeah. your your well, boosting your numbers. What they do, and basically what happens in motocross is they base on if you're going to be signed to a team and how much your contract is going to be worth based on your past performances against your competitors. That's the NBA. I know, but that's not what they're for. They're now this LeBron the NBA, James no, doesn't NBA, get paid strictly on what he how he plays. LeBron James would win if or he would get paid if he was on the LeBron James team. But that's what Chris is saying is <laughs> like if you have a whole team of NBA players out there and whoever scores the most points wins the most money. 
Oh, right. And, and against other teams and against other teams. So, but, but see, here's the thing. Here's the difference. A value of one person is different for your team than another team. So Damian Lillard, let's, I don't want to use him cause he's great and everybody knows he's great. Let's use CJ McCollum. He's a better example. He's not an all-star CJ to us is our second best player. And he's a hell of a scorer. He's a 22 point and he's, he's in the top 15 in scoring in the league. So he's very good. He's not an all-star though, and he's he's not going to be your number one ever, right? So we value him a lot, like Portland does. And Portland gave him a really nice, pretty large deal, okay? The diff, the problem that they they have with like the NBA is Portland makes him a deal, say, I don't know what it is exactly, but say it's four years, or I think it was five years, $140 million or $120 million, okay? That's what they think he's worth. But then the problem with the NBA is is then it doesn't work out or he's not doing what he's supposed to be doing and they try to trade him. Now we have our Myers Leonard who's paid $10 million a year who has literally not played more than 10 minutes in a season. Yeah, see, well, that's dumb. Yeah. But see, he, he was projected. He was we, we drafted him. He was showing great like progress. And then what happens is you're, you're on a rookie contract. When you get drafted in the, in the top 10, Mm-hmm. You get you get a guaranteed contract. And oh, it's a yeah. rookie contract. That's why that coveted top ten, right? Okay. The lottery it. pick. Mm. Love it. So yeah. <laughs> so we drafted him. He was a lottery. He's on a like two I don't know the explicit two year deal, right? Rookie deal. The problem with like the NBA is is now you got this young guy who's showing some progress. His deal is gonna be up, and you go, Well, we're he's either gonna walk or somebody's yeah. gonna offer him more, or we can lock him up for four years at X amount of money, hoping yeah. that that progress happens. Well, in his case, it did not happen. He reverted badly and now we're stuck on him and nobody wants his contract because we thought he was worth that. Nobody else sees him worth that. So basically what's going to happen He's is gotta cut him, dude. we're going to have to trade him off to somebody as like a buyout that a bad team that's willing to take his shitty contract so they can dump something or we just let him walk. And he probably will never play in the NBA again. He'll probably go to China and he'll make, you know, a million dollars, which a lot of them do. Damn. Well, so it's like buying the the latest and greatest iPhone. And you're like, you know what? This has, this new iPhone is going to be resellable in the next five years because this, this chip that they have in it, there's no, this is it. This is as far as they can go on this chip. And then like come three years later, they come out. Oh, well, you know what? We were wrong. That yeah. chip is obsolete. <laughs> and now you have like this $5,000 iPhone and no one wants to buy it. And so you either can lump it in at a garage sale price as, yeah. you know. That's what you have to do. That's the, that's the fun part of like the NBA and why I love it so much is because you do have these like, risks. Every team has these players like that. Heavy now, risks. What I would say was is like if you were riding motocross. And frisks. Okay. Frisks. Huh? If you were riding motocross and you weren't performing that well no. and you had some issues getting sponsors or whatever it may be. Right. <clears throat> you could still ride motocross with those guys. So couldn't you? Yeah. You just have to pay it out of your own pocket. Yeah. But you would, you'd be able to yeah. still. Okay. So I guess to me, that's the difference is if you're in the NBA and you're on a four year contract and you, you dwindle that contract and make everybody realize that you're not worth at all what that contract was. Yeah. You're done. Like your only hope is that yes. you're going to go to China. I love this. That's what I love about the NBA more than uh, the NFL is that 
if you're in the NFL and you're a rookie, you're playing your fucking heart out because you want to get that big payday. Mm-hmm. And so you, you like, that's what I've noticed about a lot of the guys on the Seahawks. So mm-hmm. the Seahawks were stacked with a shitload of rookies. They were phenomenal rookies. Scrubs. They were a lot scrubs. of scrubs. But they mm-hmm. were phenomenal. They worked well together and they went to the Super Bowl and they fucking won. And then right after the Super Bowl, a lot of their rookie contracts were up. So guess who gets all the paydays? And you're talking millions, millions, millions. All of a sudden, you're in debt. And then you have all of these players that are making a lot of money in the effort. That's where I'm going with this. Is Once you get that payday, you got to pay attention to the effort because they're not as hungry. They're not as willing to go out and, and do the mm-hmm. things that might be a little risky to their body, especially in the NFL, because each game, you never know. Because injury is such a big concern, and you need to have some sort of clause in your contract because if you go out and you break your fucking neck or if you break your leg and you can never play NFL again, your contract better compensate you up to a certain point. And where where whereas in NBA... These guys are going out and they're making money um, regardless of their perform or I mean they're they're still getting paid for their performance but they're real they're still producing at the same level and the same rate at which they were when they were hungry. LeBron James. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying that in order I mean LeBron is how old and he's just now got another 4-year contract. And like so basically in your career a good career in the NBA would Let's say the average would be like 10 years. No. That's a pretty solid career. Then you got your Kobe's and your LeBron's and your Vince Carter's who are 15, 16, 17 years. It's rare, but it happens. So you got to look at a contract basically as a four-year, five-year deal-ish. And then you got a lot of one- and two-year deals. Like there's this year, for whatever reason, the NBA, there's a ton of one-year deals. Yeah. Just one year. Um, A lot of people's caps... Are they're going to be losing a lot of people next year? So they're like, let's just get a one year guy. Next year we'll be able to offload all these bad contracts because they're over, so we can start fresh. But my point is, is in your career in a, in the NFL, you're going to have two, three, four contracts in your entire span, unless you're shitty, and then you have multiple contracts. But good players like LeBron or so will have four or five contracts in his lifespan, and if you don't produce at all, you're not going to have two. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and that's a, that's a good thing about the NBA is, well, you're left to go to China and, and like I, you can, or, or you, Europe, you, you can know? tell when a player's um, career is coming to an end when they get signed to a one year deal. Yeah. So one year deal means we're going to try you out and we'll usually give you about a million bucks. Yeah. And you'll, you'll see that with Brandon Marshall. He's an, an aged injury prone yeah. wide receiver. Yeah. Really good back in his day. Great. But now kind of dwindling down in his performance and injury prone. See, it's funny. It's funny because that's a complete opposite in motocross. Starting out, a one-year deal is normal for everyone, mostly. Yeah. If, you, if you're coming in, there's a lot of people that will get uh, fill-in rides. Someone will get hurt, and you'll take over their spot for three weeks. Yeah, that's, that's a lot like UFC, right? You, you kind of like... If someone gets injured, oh, well, you're the next man in the totem pole, so you get propped up into that spot. So, good luck. And just Let's like uh, there's a, like Chad Reed. He is the well, old, oldest guy in Supercross right now. He's 35. Yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't have a ride. Hasn't had one for 
five years. A ride is like a contract? Yeah, it's a contract for, okay. through a team. Yeah. Mostly because he got hurt, and then he, his, he wasn't winning all the time. He was still a top 10 guy, but he no longer, he had to support himself for a long, for the last five, six years now. Yeah. For that reason alone. As no, I mean, he's still one of the, he's a legend in the sport, but they won't sign him because he doesn't win. Well, and I think when you get injured in the winter, like when you're injury prone, you're just like a little more timid about what you're about to do especially in like motocross where it can be a little sketch. Well, and, and that's the thing in that sport, you can't be. Yeah. It, you, you start getting timid because you got hurt last year. Then yeah. you're no longer going to have a career. <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah. For me, like I think that's what, fucked, but that's the way it works. I mean, yeah. that's and, and just it, like it, the NFL, like when, uh, like the primary guy goes out, you get the rookie that goes, okay, well, Hey, uh, yeah. what, what the fuck's your name? Uh, Oh, Tom Brady. Uh, our, yeah, it, our number one just went out. Get in there, Tom Brady. It's hard. Oh, it, it, you're our next guy. It's hard because okay. we're trying to compare two completely different. different sports that are incomparable. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. the biggest but, thing I mean, for me is like with the NBA, partially because I'm biased, but there's very few sports worldwide. <laughs> there's very few sports like that are worldly sports. You know what I'm saying? Soccer being one is played. Yeah. Every country plays soccer. Um, NBA, most countries play a form of basketball. Baseball's pretty, pretty close. But my point is, is like, we're not the most dominant in soccer. Like for example, Americans are not the most dominant in soccer. We can be really dominant in soccer. NFLs can't compare because there's really not another thing, but like baseball, we're not, you know, I would say Americans are probably not the best baseball players in the league, at least not now. Cubans and I mean there's a lot of cultures that are better players but the NBA to me is the most dominant American dominates handedly yeah like when you put and see that's the thing with the NBA there's people from all over the world playing in the NBA and when it comes time to the Olympics they they go to their teams you know like um, they'll play for France if they're from France and they'll play for whatever and so so fun but if you look at the American team who usually is like Kevin Durant, LeBron James, but I mean, bunch of black dudes from just when you watch them play in the Olympics, it's a shit show. I mean, it's like 90, 120 to 40, you know, it's unbelievable. Like how much more advanced that they are in their sport. Well, you got to look at like, I think black culture well, appreciates I wasn't basketball. Going there. I wasn't going there. Well, I'm, I'm just saying start lot, young. Well, a lot of these other cultures start soccer young. But the, what I'm saying though is, is like football. Uh, people around the world watch American NBA. You know, like that is just like even if you have a league, Euro League, and all that stuff. The yeah, that's the. Before we uh, end this though, because I know we're gonna quit here soon. I want to read this to you because it's LeBron James's fucking deal that you made. They break it down. It's fucking nutty, like what Chris is saying. Breaking down LeBron James to the Lakers. Okay. He signed a four-year contract worth $154 million, which means he's going to make $38 million, $38.5 million a year. So how much is like... So I know that there's guaranteed and there's fully guaranteed, and there's a difference now. No? no? Okay. Again. So injuries don't matter? No. Um, usually they'll do like a... 
three year deal with, or a four year deal with the uh, the fourth year's player option or the fourth year's team's option they can choose. So like so like a lot of players will sign like a four year deal and then the fourth year is player option, which means on that fourth year, usually it's on a smaller one like a two year, but the fourth year that person whether they want you or not he has the right to continue another year or go to another team and sometimes it's team option so whether the player wants to be there or not they just go hey we're you're not working out okay kick you out so anyways he's a 38.5 million a year he's making three million two hundred eight thousand dollars a month seven hundred and forty thousand dollars a week $105,000 $105,000 a day and $4,400 an hour. That's fucking insane. And then they said slightly above minimum wage. <laughs> <laughs> That's money, yo. There's a, actually a different one that I, this one's a good one, but there's one that broke it down by his actual playing time mm-hmm. to the second. And he was making like $300 a second being yeah. on the court. I believe it. <sighs> Damn. Well, did you guys just hear that Apple is the first trillion, first trillion dollar, dollar company? I didn't see monster, that. Monster, dude. Think about how many people have iPhones and dude, Macs. That's and... a thousand billions. Yeah. <laughs> that's a lot. That's a thousand. If you had one, if there was a such thing as a one billion dollar bill, I mean, you'd have a thousand. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> that's so much fucking money. That's insane. Yeah, but is there another business that you could look at and just go there? I mean, there's just Google, no, Amazon. No. No, Amazon. Why not? But I don't, what is the greatest? They're not even close. The, not even close to a trillion. What's the greatest oh, company in will the be. world? Like, I'm just saying, like, what business? What company is just like there is no better than Apple. Apple just is just they're the tits. They are. Yeah, I'm not saying Amazon and Google is not huge. They're huge. I'm just saying, like, I think the iPhone makes Apple what it is, dude. I, with, with a Mac and stuff, like, I, I love my Mac. Mm-hmm. I've had some weird shit going on with it, but not to say that PCs don't. You've had weird shit going on with your Mac? Man, I've had this thing for, like, 12 years, and this thing still does this, shit. This is a desktop. I I had a MacBook Pro, yeah. so it was a laptop. Yeah. Some Something happened with the hard drive on it, but well, anyway. Point being, though, I guess what I'm saying lemons is... Lemons lemons. I'm just saying that they're, they're pretty great equipment. Yeah. And... I just don't know. I just don't I, like they. They were, I don't know, man. They've been around for a long time. They've done some awesome shit. I just don't see another business. I, if you were to say, that's what's massive, the, man. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what company could huge. It's just huge, huge. It's huge, and I don't even want to speculate how much more hugely <laughs> it could get. <laughs> okay, I'll stop. I was the one that helped them create it. <laughs> The logo. It's good something. It's going to change. It'll change. Somebody else will do it. I can't even fathom a trillion dollars. I can't even fathom owning like 10 million right now. I know, right? Jesus. We were talking about the lottery when we were at the beach. Oh, yeah. Tex was just getting us all. Like, I don't know why we... I don't know what Tex said something. Tex said something about the lottery, and he wanted to win the lottery. You know, he buys tickets. All he the was time buying tickets like, all weekend. He's like, a waste of money. He's like, guys, let's go buy. Let's each go buy a ticket. But like, what if you won? Somebody has to win. That's the only thing. Listen, there's local, there's like state lotteries, which are not as much, but then there's national ones. When you play the lottery, you should always think, "I'm probably not going to win." You have well, to. Yeah. 
I can't do what Tex does. <laughs> like he buys them all the time. So and there's my stepdad. Yeah, and there's things like I like twelve. I bought, 15. I bought like two, I think, ever. And like for me, that's okay. I'm just going like I've bought more than two. I, I go to the store. I'm like, God, it's at four hundred and ten million. Fuck. Yeah, right. And you just go now. Put ten bucks. What the fuck? Because the truth is, somebody I, has to win. I only buy the. Your $2 chances ones. are slim to nothing. But do you think that every single person that won that didn't go like? I didn't think in a billion years I'd win this shit. Like, yeah. we, Tex was just saying, he's like, dude, if I I'm won, just saying, you know who the biggest winner is? The state. I've always told you, no, the government, just the big federal government. Yeah, they get half sure. that. Sure, half, like fifty six percent. But then we got on the conversation. What if you did win? What would you do? Well, Tex said he would share, and I I agree. If, I, I would too. If if I'm talking, if you won the four hundred nine million, I think that's what it was, like four hundred million. Like Tex and I, we all agreed. We we're like, "Fuck yeah, dude!" Like you got so much stinking money. <laughs> like you would give twenty million to every like each of our main group. I'm talking. So how much you was guys, it? You guys, yeah, I I the last four. One, I don't know. Just say four hundred million. The last one when I bought a ticket, I already had it planned. The first hundred million was already spent. Yeah. Ten million a piece to all my close I mean, friends dude, and relatives. Text made a good point. Like, if you were that rich, like, why would you not want your friends to be that rich with you? No, that you was know? me. Was it you? Yeah. Oh uh, man, Texas talks a lot. I thought. It was <laughs> no, because I'd is, want my friends to be able to yeah, enjoy you. that. Now you say it was you, one hundred percent. But the point is, is you could literally give. There's how many groups? Greg and Tiv, you and Ash. I'm t- trying to do groups here. <laughs> Alex and Haley. Yeah, there's Tex at least Kendra, there's five five of us. There's like six of us, five or six groups, and those are like dear friends. But and still, at four hundred million, that's only sixty million dollars at ten million apiece. Well, if there's six five. Let's say five of us. It's a hundred million dollars you spend around the bat just giving. So with the taxes, say you make two hundred and fifty million dollars. Yeah, sixty million dollars after two hundred million isn't shit. No, you give a hundred million to your friends and like my parents, my brother. Like say you yeah. give a hundred million. Yeah, I'd give some family. of my dad, I'd give some of my brother, I'd give some of my aunt. You still got a hundred and fifty million dollars. Exactly. Fuck. I don't need two hundred million dollars. Fuck. I can't even. God. Yeah. So say say they. I I don't know exactly what it would be. I mean, like. They're just talking about a uh, a winner of two hundred twenty eight million dollar lottery. Who he got like a jackpot winning who chose to go the annuity route and annuity. So it's like, it it basically pays you that in full over 30 years, but it's taxed every single payment. But but you know what happens with that too? It sticks with the single person. So if something happens to that guy, exactly. The rest of his family doesn't get shit. The truth is there's no like death. No matter what, dude, you take the lump every time. Yeah. Even if if you won 5 million and you only got to keep two, Still two million dollars. Wait a second. This is saying what happens to the lottery winnings if you die before your payments are all paid out. If you die before your lottery payments are set to end, your estate would get the rest of it. Mm. Really? If, if you are entitled to ongoing lottery payments, those payments would continue to either a beneficiary or to your estate after you die. You see, here's my thing: is I want that money in my account because I want to go buy a fucking house. I want to go. You know. Yeah. I don't want to go like, well, I'm going to wait another You never minute. know what's going to happen in 30 years. What's the economy going to look like? Are we going to exactly. go into a great depression? Just take the goddamn money and, and take it. And, it's and, over. And yeah. you, you fucking won this blissful moment. Enjoy your, it. Your life yeah. is actually, barring you being a complete moron or jackass, your Which life a is lot of people are. pretty much 
upset for the rest of your life. It's ridiculous how many people's lives go to shit because they can't all of a sudden they have like so what's, much. What's the rate of like fucking very high, dude? Because do, they're, do, do we know that though? Did yes, we verify? Well, they had that. Have we looked yes. it up? They did a whole <laughs> show on it. They did. No, they did a show. How many lottery winners are there? See, but that's vague because it can be one million dollars to four hundred million dollars. A well, lot. I'm just saying, a lot. Like a lottery is a lottery. <laughs> <laughs> it sure is angry. No discrimination. No, my point is, is I think if you look at anybody that's won, let's say more than fifty million, that show talked about it. That the vast majority, there's some that are very smart, and then the vast majority yeah. of them piss their money off so fast. And not, but the biggest thing was not that they bought houses, cars, and stuff like that. It's that they made piss poor judgments on like business ideas. Mm-hmm. People came up and said, Hey, I got this business put, you know, and then they start draining it. What I want to know is how many lottery winners, um, put in a beneficiary saying, if I die, my money will go to here. And they died. <laughs> how many have died? I don't know. There's a, sh- there's a little documentary I watched about that. They took this homeless guy, basically. And gave him, it was like $100,000. Here's $100,000. Do whatever you want with it. Oh, my God. And then they filmed him and and watched what happened. He was broke in six months. (laughs) Yes. Look at this. What percentage of lottery winners uh, go broke? Wait, you want to take a guess? What percentage? Yeah. Uh, Go broke? I'm going to say. Wait, wait, wait. Is it giving money like a range? it's, It's within seven years. Like how much money does it say? It's like, a no. It's just a percentage. It just gives you like what percentage? No, I meant like, is it lottery uh, winners what, like above five million? So I mean, it says um, it's more likely that you'll get struck by lightning than win the Powerball. But even if you do win, there's an even better chance that you'll go broke. <laughs> so what's, okay, I'm gonna, what's your percentage? Uh, I, I'm gonna say that people that just fuck up and lose all their money is probably somewhere north of seventy percent. It says nearly blank of lottery winners end up broke within seven years. This is in 2016, though. I'm going to say 85%. Ding, 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 ding. We have an exact match, ladies and gentlemen. Chris has guessed 70%? 70% on the nose. Wow. Good for you. That was the sound of skin versus skin. <laughs> a high five given in the background. That was our dicks, by the way. That was dick on the dick. <laughs> <laughs> we had a cling. We had a, Man. We had a, a, Just th- a Think warrior. about that, though. Think about how many lottery winners there are. And 70% yeah. of those people fuck up so bad that they're completely broke. You know what it is? 100% is the fact that nobody in the right, I mean, nobody has that kind of cash. And to be in, even in this position, like I feel like I'm in where you're happy and you're content with where you're at and you got a nice place and nice cars, you get that dumped in your lap. Oh yeah. Man, you got to be a disciplined motherfucker to not just go, we're going to this, fucking France tomorrow. Oh yeah. Right. Italy yeah. the next day. And oh, you want Gucci? Fucking Gucci car. Here you go. You that's know? why, that's why when I said, when we were at the beach, I, I'll give all you guys $10 million if I won. Yeah, but I'm signing a fucking contract because that's the only time I'm giving it yeah, to you. <laughs> yeah, you get one chance. Yeah, this is your one. See, the nice thing about with this group of friends or most people's probably group of friends, when you're giving somebody twenty million, all you guys have families, and and you know, honestly, like if you got twenty million, I guarantee you, you would probably buy a new home. You'd probably put some in the bank account. Yeah. And then when we go, hey, we're going to fucking Paris tomorrow. You guys going? You're like, yeah, let's fucking go, dude. Yeah. Like. 
you're going to enjoy it, but you're going to go take, you know, you're going to put money in for your kids. You're going to put money you're gonna in for your house. You're going to take care of shit. You're you going to take care of shit. And you're still going to have a fucking shit yeah. ton of money. You know what I'd try to do? I would try to buy something um, that would make me money even though I'd, I'm not doing anything. Royalties. That's I would where try. people go broke, motherfucker. Yeah. Dude, I would, I would try to buy. I would just try royalties. No, no, I would, I would buy like the Beatles franchise. I'd be like, hey, how much is that? Okay, here's $10 million. <laughs> Ten? I bet it's this more. Is, I bet it's closer to a couple butt. hundred million. That's for one song. I'll be like, Here, here's one song. <laughs> you okay. better pick a good. You're not going to be able to afford one good song from oh, the Beatles. Oh yeah. No. Uh, yeah. But I mean, <sighs> buy a fucking NBA team, man. Buy a fucking baseball team. You know what I would do? Uh, we could we could literally buy the fucking Portland fucking baseball team. Buy? I don't know. I I I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that because you could literally just put it in a fucking IRA or something and live off the I fuck, would feed the homeless. Live off the, fu- the fuck world. the homeless. I'd literally just God. put it in a fucking account and live off the interest. Dave, you know what David would do? He'd buy like a big like warehouse and he would, he'd put like shel- shelter for homeless and then he would like <laughs> lock it and set it on fire. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh he, my he, he would get like 50,000 people in there. I like how you turn me straight into a fucking Nazi. <laughs> Jesus. His own fucking little gas chamber. Uh, hey, homeless man, get in the gas chamber. <laughs> Just get in there. It's going to be fine. No, Jesus. I wouldn't do shit for the that homeless. That smell is I not gasoline. Uh, I, I just, I, text, remember text was like, I'd give most of it to charity. I'm like, dude, fuck you. He's like, you don't need more than that much. You know, I'm like, no. I'm keeping every fucking penny. And I'm going to just, I'm going to fucking enjoy my life. Why wouldn't you start your own charity at that point? He was just saying there's no reason to have that much money. Well, there's no reason to give it to a person that you never know what they're going to spend it on. I think ultimately he was saying that he would just give it away, meaning he would probably just give it to all his family, give it to, you know, friends, give it to like spread the wealth. Well, I, I would, I, just I would going, too, okay, but Bernie, at the same time, get out of your brain when I'm done with that, I'm still going to have a hundred million fucking dollars. I would, so. I'd be very selective. I guarantee that you win that money and you start getting phone call after phone call from every oh, long yeah. lost relative and you just have to be able to say no, you know, cause honestly, like as far as me, there's you guys that would definitely get money. My mother, my brother, my father and his family beyond that. Literally, if somebody tries to contact me, oh, my I- uncle, like I have a close uncle, most of my mom's side, but my aunt, fuck no, dude. If I was to win and if somebody tries to contact me that I'm on, not on like a, at least a monthly basis that we talk to each other, fuck you. God, how many get the fuck <laughs> away from me. How many phone calls would you get? It's like, hey, I need like a thousand dollars. But you got to think though, the money that you get is completely taxed, right? Yeah. Probably like fucking yeah. 65%, something, yeah. something ridiculous. So you're left with I don't know, let's say 150 million. No. Well, well, I'm just saying, like, yeah, in this hypothetical, <laughs> it's like no, I get fucking it, more because no, we we're talking about four. We we're talking about 400 million. You're gonna end up with <laughs> you're gonna end up with like 275. Okay. Well, I didn't know what we started out with, so okay. my bad. <laughs> Jeez. But so wrong, 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 wrong. We, we need to get a button or something. Anyways, Greg, go ahead and finish but, your, um, your wrong statement. So whatever you give away as a gift mm-hmm. is going to get taxed as well. Not under Trump anymore. Yeah. Up to a certain amount. So you might as well be super secretive about it and give it in like yeah. whatever, whatever the limit is, yeah. $100,000 as a gift. 
Well, I'm going to give you a, a gift, $100,000. No, I, I definitely try to be as smart as I can about it. I'm not... Like, if they're going to get taxed a whole bunch and lose most of it, obviously... Dude, I, would get, I'd, I would get a lawyer, ASAP. Yeah, I'd, I'd put it well, in yeah, a thing absolutely. where something gets deposited once a month into their accounts or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I set guidelines. But anyways, it's... Uh, man, we're... 940. What, what do we got here? Yeah. This is a good... I like this, man. Yeah. So much... I don't feel stressed. Good setup. <laughs> God, I love Trump, but, you know, I just got to... stresses you out. Like... Yeah. Oh, it's not him. It's just things. You, you sound different when we're talking about politics. Like your voice is different. I get angry. I told you last. Like you, you sit here and you're like, and then you, you like talk more professional. It's because it like goes. More and I think you do too. But There's that something. fucking constant. It's constant in my head. I'm just like, oh my god, these motherfuckers, dude. <laughs> motherfuckers. I I unless something yeah. as big is happening, I completely have lost interest. Dude, I, I just can't. I feel like I can't lose interest on it. I feel like it's just there's like this weird like teetering. Like, like I I've which, paid it, I've paid attention during the the Korean meetings and the Russian meeting and you know that kind of stuff. I I like to stay informed on world events like yeah. that. But all the small time bullshit that I, I, I can't go. I can't not yeah. step away from it. Yeah. I even thought about it today. I was like, there's so many more podcasts that I can listen to that would like benefit my life right now. <laughs> But I'm going to sit here and I'm going to listen to some people talk about um, fucking liberal. It's because I think in your head you're going antics. It's just such a teetering thing that like if you I feel like if I step back, like then what I get blinking, it's going to be a fucking liberal society where, you know, guns are gone. I mean, that's extreme. But my point is, is. It's very narcissistic of you. It is, man. <laughs> you can change the world, Dave. Only you. No, but I feel I feel like in if, the I, blink if of I, I can do it, then everybody else will do it. And then, then you're just going to let shit happen. I just want to be informed because I, if I get into an argument, I want to know what the hell I'm talking about. Yeah. And I don't want to be speaking of, I just proved someone fucking wrong the other day on Facebook. And I was like, high five myself. <laughs> uh, can I talk about it real quick? And then we're going to yeah, call it quits. You, see, you seem kind of psyched about yeah, it. I, so. can't, I can't deny you. <laughs> so, so someone, someone was talking to, uh, my, my step brother about, um, not stepbrother, brother-in-law. Uh, he posted, so my brother-in-law posted something about how like a senator tweeted, like, did you know that Melania Trump makes, she works for a dollar a day, hashtag uh, blah, 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 hashtag ho money <laughs> or ho bag, hashtag ho bag. And uh, this, this guy like posted something on there, blah, 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 blah. Saying like, yeah, racist people do this all the time. They they post stuff and then they they don't even get in trouble for it. Look at this like Republican blah 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 called Michelle Obama a monkey, and then got her job back. She was like the director of this whole freaking franchise. Blah blah blah. And I looked I looked at that article that he posted, and it was from like CNN, that or like Huffington Post or something. And then all I did was I looked at uh, director of blah, 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 whatever the title was that she held, did a quick little Google search, and pulled it up an article that said, oh, she loses her job after four days coming back or something. Basically, oh, she doesn't get her job back after all. And so essentially she was supposed to come back to work on December 23rd. She was fired on December 27th. <laughs> so it was like... 
This is a Christmas pity. They're like, <laughs> so I, I wrote back to the guy. I was like, did you even like research the source that you just cited? I was like, that woman came back to her job and then she was fired no more than four days later. So what, where's your argument there? I, I don't know how she quote unquote got her job back. Yeah. I mean, a racist is a racist and obviously the company spoke to the, what they're talking about. But I also hey. said about some stuff about Hillary where he's like, how did that go under the rug? Okay. And I'm like, Oh my God. Cause she's not there, in jail. There's something absolutely beautiful about just, Guilt, like just making somebody quiver, like oh, I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah, he's like, well, you got me on that one, but <laughs> yeah, they always have a but. But it's just, I agree with you. It, it's I've even noticed you posted something, dude. Oh, today. Yeah, it's, oh, did you? Yeah. Did you? Well, that's the thing is, like, I commented just, on a fucking CNN thing that was bullshit. Oh yeah, Chris is getting in. No, it. but the thing is, like, it, it, there's something like for so long, people have like on the, especially on the conservative side, have been afraid or unwilling to post things that they yeah. think yep. because they just don't want to deal with the reverend. It's nice to see that go the other way. That's well, it was a, it was a thing about Trump saying how he said like, uh, well, why don't they have to show their ideas to do this stuff when they, oh, have, the to, they have to show their ideas to buy groceries in the country and CNN's like, but they don't. And I was like, bullshit. They don't any, any fucking Oregon resident has to show their fucking ID in Washington. If they want tax exemption from sales tax, that's bullshit. Well, I mean, I, and it's it's I all, all over the place. You got to show your ID when you you got to show identification when you go to Costco. You got to like, fucking like everything else, man. I think I think what Trump was doing. God, I don't want to get on this, but I think what he was doing ultimately with that is he was just making an example, and I don't think it was a good example necessarily. But I don't think it was meant to be like specifically like oh you know no he was, he just, was just he saying, was trying to say like there, you have to show your ID for a whole lot of shit in this world yeah. This shouldn't be a big deal. Exactly. That was what he was trying to go at, and of course they're going to. And CNN made a dipshit fucking remark, so I that that yeah. irritated me because I grew up in Oregon, and I know for a fact you have to show your ID for that kind of shit. Yeah, when I was at Paxson, you had to do the same thing. Yeah. If you wanted to tax them, give me that fucking card. Exactly. You're just not going to go. I'm from Oregon. Oh, okay. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, guys, hey, I'm excited about this this fucking setup we have going on. This is me too. I'm. I'm it's starting to feel real. I know. It's like we're a real boy. <laughs> He's a real boy. When is is really, this real when it's, life? This is real life. When this is done, it's going to look really cool. Once yep. we get the room done, it's going to, it's nice. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I'm more excited now than I have been. I there, there's a off. lot of ambient noise that yeah, we, might, I know. we might be able to mute out by being like, I don't know, put some padding. Just kick him out of the fucking house. I think I'm. I think <laughs> yeah. I'm hearing the Disney Channel through the door here. Ah, eh, whatever. People like Mickey. Eh, whatever. Oh hey. hi there, kids. Hey. <laughs> oh, oh hi. Well, gentlemen, <laughs> I had a lot of fun. Yeah, it was good. Good show, guys. Yep. And uh, fantastic show, gentlemen. You know, just really exemptifies uh, all of our. You know, exemptifies. Pers- flies. Exemptifies. <laughs> Thanks for uh, I'll put listening my spin everybody. on these words. You can yeah. check, check us out at BannerKings.com. Just kidding. <laughs> There's no such thing. There's no such thing yet. But anyways, uh, we're going to be airing these and pretty soon. Uh, yeah. I think it's about I think it's time. ready. Got to get the mastering down. We got to get it down. Yeah, fuck it. We're, it sounds good. We'll just do it. Do it. Do they it. don't like it. Fuck them. Anyways, guys, good hanging out with you. You guys want to come out with like a, uh, let's, this is our, our chant to go out on like a, no, like a, like a ziggy zoggy ziggy zoggy. Yeah, or like a, like let's, let's. What if they do that in like soft rugby? The cup is empty. You know what that means. Oh, yeah.
We're not Samoan. Dude, you could like <laughs> call me Maui. <laughs> you could you could flick your bottle or do like some sort of hymn song. Like a... Here we can end it here, <laughs> guys. Here, listen. This is how we're gonna end it. Salute. Right here. Get your beer. Get your drink. We'll, we'll just cheers each other. To another good night. Here we go. I'm reaching in. Here we go. There we go. All right. Good night. Everybody have a good night. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.